when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. A lot of soul every single day. I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. Uh, to the system, I don't wanna be a slave. I've been doing shit my way, uh, or the highway. And in the driveway, is a nice range. Cause I grind through the climb, I invite pain. You never hear me, bitch, nah, I don't complain. Just gotta flip the switch and you can go and obtain anything you want, anything you need. Your mind's got the key ingredient, it's belief. Uh, better see with the negativity. But I just slide right by that energy Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answered a no, man, I still go Go, 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 go Some batter in your brain. Uh, that's why I say, fake it till you make it, eh? And if you play that game, then you just might make a change. Rearrange all the bad to okay. Take the worst I say and turn them to a game. Take the best I say and put them on display. On repeat in your brain till you're feeling no more pain. Uh, never slow yourself down, you can do some more. Push past, start a pain, and you'll find a door. Open it up and finally explore. Grab everything that you thought you could never do before. Uh,
That's why I say, fake it till you make it, eh? And if you play that game, then you just might make a change. We arrange all the bad, you okay? Take the worst thoughts and turn them to a game. Take the best thoughts and put them on display. On repeat in your brain till you're feeling no more pain. Uh. Never slow yourself down, you can do some more. Push past start the pain and you find a door. Open it up and finally explore everything that you thought you could never do before. Uh. And even when you feel low, you can still go. Slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answer to no man, I still go. Go, 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 go,
Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Hustle every single day I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave uh, Through the system, I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You'll never hear me, bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want, anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredient It's believe Better see with the negativity Hello once again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sports Report Podcast. I'm on your host, Mr. William D. Morgan, and I have a crew of thousands with me tonight. Well, we're just so awesome. It just feels like a crew of thousands. Let's go ahead and bring everybody in real quick. First, my best friend, person who helped found this network, El Presidentress. If I said that right. I don't know if I said that right. Josie, let me know. What's up, Josie? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the new term for me. I don't know if I said that right or not. I love it. That's that's the, that's the, that's what everybody has to call me from now on. <laughs> What's going on with you? Not much, man. I am happy to be here for another week of sports report. We've got a lot to talk about. Right, Lizzo. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, all right. Let me go ahead and bring in. I gotta talk to this gentleman for a second. I gotta talk to him for a minute because he's got a um. Let me know what I'm looking forward to doing all season for my New York Mets. The way we went out, man, it's got to be a a, 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 a a shining light somewhere in that cloud of darkness that's, that is a New York Mets. There, there, my is, no, there is no light, <laughs> like, in, there like, is no light in being a Mets fan, bro. He's looking like, I can't do it, Will. <laughs> There's no light in being a Mets fan. Seven, don't do me like that, man. No, here's no. the thing. I just watched. No, no, no. Hold on. We'll we'll, we'll get to your dying Mets in a minute. Um, <laughs> I just watched Taylor. Are you watching Monday football? Throw a dime to, to, to McLaurin. Absolute beautiful pass. Bet you dropped it. You're, you're, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it like this. Taylor Heineke is playing well enough that the Eagles deserve to be playing from behind the key. <laughs> <laughs> Give it well. <laughs> Oh man, do I even have that on here anymore? I don't think my son's drum button. You took the drums off. There you go. There it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, let me bring in the next person I have on in the crew with us tonight. He is the host of the Hardwood. I'm bringing my man, the man who has set LeBron James every time we've hosted this show. Now you're just setting him up. LeBron James. He did it again. You're just giving it to him. Yeah, layups, baby, layups. I am giving it to him. Work for it. And giving it to him. Don't give him the count it. You know how they say? Uh, they, they say dudes think about sex every nine seconds. I think about LeBron every nine seconds. Oh, we know. We know. He thinks about sex with LeBron every every nine seconds. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the girl just said while we're having while we're having sex. <laughs> oh hell no. No, that's not no. true. No, no he, thinks, <laughs> he thinks about Kobe during sex. He thinks about LeBron before and after. <laughs> no, I, still, I still do like the dead puppies thing. 
you just can't forget that that black mamba. Um, (laughs) Nuns is my go-to, Dan. Nuns. He is still. He is still. He is still thinking about. Still thinking about the NWA. I ain't forgot that comment you made last week. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't forgot. NWA. I ain't forgot. I was trying to say, niggas attitude. Yeah. National Wrestling yeah. Alliance. Oh, hey, yo, I, before I forget, I need to get your address when we get done today because I actually ended up grabbing that NWO thing for you. I gotta send it to you. Are you trying to meet? No, Will, the, the okay. NWA Funkos. That oh, you did? Got, oh, got, cool, oh, cool, yeah, cool. I need cool. to send it to you. I need your address when we get done. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get started. We're gonna do we're gonna go a little bit different since baseball season's over. Um, we're gonna go ahead and start off with hot takes. I got a couple I can get out there. I got a couple th- this week too. We haven't done it in a while. I figured since we don't have won't we'll have a lot to cover with seventh inning stretch, I know we need to cover the awards. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go ahead and get started with hot takes. Um All right, who wants to go first? I got it. Okay. Um, Dan or Seven informed me that this was two weeks ago. It just flooded my TikTok last night, so I thought it happened yesterday. Um, anybody else see the like rate the freaking video game move? And we don't cover NASCAR a lot. We kind of stick to the main three oh, and yeah. then wrestling because I love wrestling. But like, I, I want this NASCAR. show to know like if there's big things in sports, we'll talk about it. And I'm sorry, not even a NASCAR fan. The move that man pulled off—I don't even game-ish. know who it was. They just kept referring game-ish. to this number one. On... His name is Ross Chastain. He's yep. one of the younger drivers. Picked this up playing NASCAR 2005 on his GameCube. He going that. I wanted to get video, but I knew we couldn't monetize if I show it. So I'm sorry. I guys, it's I fair use. Show. We should be fine because we're talking about it. But anyway. Maybe I'll go find it and we'll play it before the end of the show. Give me some time or seven. Just find keep it. talking. Give me a second. Anyway, so he's in his headphone and he says, where am I at? What do I need to do? And they tell him you're in what he was in seventh position. He was in seventh at place the at the time, I think. Yeah. And there's like, you're three spots out. You need to gain two spots. And they're coming up on the checkered flag. Like the last corner. Motherfucker slams that thing into the wall. And rides that railing into number three. Yeah, he rode the wall, is what he rode did. The wall rode the wall into number three. The <laughs> video I watched had the reaction of every other driver that was around him in their headphones, and they're all like, Holy crap! And Holy didn't crash, crap. didn't crash. And from what I've seen, NASCAR has not fined him anything. Nope. He's not going to get fined, but they're talking about w- discussing the rules in the offseason. Some of the racing, some of the racing purists are pissed. Oh, I, 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 you, there were not many. Most of the radios you heard were excitement and just awe. Because well, in the radios, yes, yeah, well, the radio, yeah, but, but on the radios, there was a couple of them that were like, "Oh, NASCAR is going to have an issue with that." You could tell the one or two. I, I think for the most part, most of the pits now are pretty young. And they were just like, holy fuck. Yeah, they've never seen it before. Yeah, they've like, never seen it before. I, I yeah. got it. For NASCAR, it. though, they should Yeah, I got it. Hold on. Let me outlaw that. Someone needs no, an comment. Share it so we can talk while it's we, on. Yeah, we need to get commentary on it. Yeah. But that, 
But I was amazed. My son showed it to me and I said, Oh my God. I, I'm not a NASCAR fan. I, if I watch race, I love street outlaws. I love drag racing. That's always been more of my passion. Okay. All right. But, here we go. Look at that. One, two, three. Okay. He got fifth. Went from seven to fifth. He needed to He needed to be fifth. I remember them saying on the radio they said he needed to gain two. Around the wall That's amazing. That's insane, man. And didn't crash. Didn't crash. Like the only thing that uh, really happened is he scraped up the side of his car and he damaged yeah. some of his front end. You could buff that out. Oh, I mean, yeah, God. and that's the thing is the damage wasn't bad. Um, but I will have to say is they did risk a fine because last week when they were in Phoenix, they did have to alter his seat so they could fit his gigantic balls into the car. And NASCAR, <laughs> wanted to, um, NASCAR wanted to find him, but given the circumstances, they decided to let it go. But he has to get a reduction before next season. Oh, the points? Well, yeah. I yeah. also wanted to talk about the brawl on the infield that happened either this past week or past week. It was Bubba Wallace and another guy. They they hit each other, and Bubba gets out of his car and runs 150 feet and smacks the dude just straight up late. And, I mean, it was not a good-looking fight. It looked like two five-year-olds. Anybody see the video of two- – you mean, you, you mean two guys that get paid millions of dollars and you drive in a circle at 189 miles an hour? Right. And those, and, and those guys, the, the, the fight wasn't good? Come on, NASCAR racers haven't been real men since the 90s. I, I wish hey, I had but, to save the TikTok. There's a TikTok going around of uh, the Marshmallow Man fighting a chicken. A guy <laughs> and a chicken hey, on uh, Halloween. Hey. And that's what it looked like. Dark Lizard brings up a good point in chat. Eagles beat Dallas for losing to the Commanders. Look, this is what I've been saying the whole time. When you play in a division game, anything. It's so can different. It's so anything. different. It's so different. Anything can happen. You there's a lot of high score. Even the crappiest division there is, which is the AFC South. Um, it, you just never know who's going to take I, w- I wonder what their Heineke to the game was. Oh, ah. <laughs> so, those, those are my hot takes today. Oh, yeah. Just that's one of the craziest moves in sports I've seen. Like that truly was something out of video games. Like I slam it into the wall like that. I have to say this: I was raised on NASCAR, and I watch it when I get time. But honestly, NASCAR is a little harder to watch. I prefer to watch some of the overseas stuff, like Formula One. But what what he did, he knew what he needed to do. It wasn't against the rules. He was committed. You know, hey, I'm y'all watch like, this late reward Jenkins. Like, yeah, go for it, man. Fucking hell. Oh, wait, we need, we, need, we need two positions today, right now. Hold my beer. That's what that was. Yep. Yep. I'm actually just amazed that the physics on that actually work. Like, where yeah. you hit a wall somehow that you'd sling. It's just a slingshot, essentially. Because you're actually. Yeah, they, that's what they said yeah. on the yep. radio. Yeah. Yep. You have, you, you slingshotted two positions. You made the transition. Yeah. It was insane. Like, uh, uh, what were your hot takes this week? The Talladega Nights move. I got it. That's what reminded me and of. Man. Shake and bake. Engage. I love it. They're both verbs. They both rhyme. Uh, I, 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 I gotta get. I gotta get on Joy Taylor for a second. Um, Do you? 
And, Me too. And, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's what he meant by getting on George Taylor. I, I gotta get for a second because you know, be, being an African American, I see her side of the fence, uh, but I also see another side of it. And you keep saying that you know you put a white man in that spot, but to me, you did a black head coach a favor. Who the hell wants that team? No quarterback. Okay. No, so no, no, this. no offensive line, and your and your receivers aren't the best. So what world? Really? And if you want, if you want to give it to a brother, you could have gave it to Reggie Wayne. But I get it. I can't really, you can't really complain about Ursay because he had black head coaches beforehand. The so only, the only type want, of coaches that are, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Will, but you, the you, only you, type you, of coaches that you're going to get to take that kind of job. And specifically, take out the Titans. Who wants to coach any of those three teams in I the mean, AFC South? They're terrible. They're terrible. Jags. You're doing, a, you're Texans, doing any good head coach a disservice. By bringing him in, into that but situation, the only I don't know about that. The, the only coaches I feel like you're really gonna get in that are brand new, never had the position type coaches. The ones that come to mind are like you said, Will Reggie Wayne, Heinz Ward, but Heinz Ward's got a great opportunity with San Antonio in the XFL, mm-hmm. so he's not going nowhere. Um, but, um, I'm just, I just saying, but see, I understand where people are coming from. I get it. There's way more talented coaches. I don't know if talented coaches even want to enter the few for those positions. And then because you're going to have losing seasons for the next two years. And if they get what you happens chance, to you and what happens it's to you? take you five years to turn those teams. And what and, no, and most of the time you don't last five years. Let's seven go. He's itching. No, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to tee off on this. So I'm going to let Dan get his in first. You're gonna tee it. Okay, you caught me off guard. No, um, yeah. <laughs> no, num- number one, like <clears throat> those those new guys, like there's just as many of those new black guys as there is new white guys. The guys that never had like, a, a coaching job True. For, for one. But at, at the same time, like, why would a black dude want to take that job though? Why? Because for real, because for real if it if it ends badly, which there's a 98% chance it oh, does end least. badly, it's blame? gonna end worse you do. for the first time black head coach, correct? Yes, yep, yep. Okay. So that's yeah, that's all. I mean, the white dudes are going to get another another shot. If it goes bad for the black dudes, they're never going to get another shot at it. Basically, yeah. that's how it's been. That's how it's Steve, went. And Wilt's got lucky. Uh, honestly, like Wilt's got lucky. Not to sound bad, but the the Eric Bramley and those guys need to be looking at the slam dunk jobs. They need to be looking at the jobs that are they're going because, to be able to at least turn into a playoff bid in two years. Because exactly, because their just... job right now is so good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why give up these great coordinator jobs that they have with teams that are Super Bowl contenders to go crappy, possibly crappy make the playoffs in two years? I get to call the uh, plays, and then after the game, they really don't blame me. They blame the head coach for my call. It never gets put on me. Why would I ever want something really crazy? It's never going to get put on That's me. what I want is some media scrutiny. Put me, put me as a black hair cook, put me in a position to succeed. Don't Here's, put me behind the eight ball and then just give me two years to fix it. All right. Here okay. Here's the deal. Here's why you are all wrong. 
And I'm going to tell you this very simply, okay? This is not just about a black coach not getting an opportunity. Because, yes, that's there. But you know what? Let's look at this as a whole. The Colts did something that I said the Brooklyn Nets shouldn't have done, and I was right. And that is hiring a coach without any actual fucking pro coaching experience. (laughs) Okay? Here's the deal. Because let's take a look since it's an interim job. We'll just start with that. Let's take a look at the Colts, Colting staff, and the experience that is on that staff. Okay? First, defensive coordinator Gus Bradley. He has 33 years of NFL coaching experience. Mm -hmm. And you want to tell me? that Jeff Saturday deserves an interim coaching job over (laughs) Gus fucking Bradley? Are you serious? Okay, let's keep going. And here's the thing. That's what we were saying. We were saying that he doesn't want it. Now, if, and here's the thing, the only way the Colts can deflect any heat on this, because Saturday winning this game against the Raiders doesn't mean shit. Because Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr are too dumb to fuck the same coconut. (laughs) But here's the deal. When we look at Jeff Saturday, this guy is Ursay's drinking buddy. But the Colts, if they really want to deflect this, give me two coaches. Not one. Two coaches that will come out and say they turned down the opportunity to be the interim head coach. And that is why Ursay went to Jeff Saturday. Gus Bradley has to Gus Bradley has to be one of them as the most tenured coach on that roster. Has to be one of them. And then as we look at the coach coaching coaching staff, you have your um, tight ends coach Clayton Adams. He has 18 years of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that's somebody that can probably do you pretty decently as an OC. Um, of course, we got Reggie Wayne, but hey, Reggie Wayne only has one year of coaching experience in the NFL. Not exactly prepared for that role. Yes, he was a player, but we have to get we have to get rid of this mentality that because they play, the they can coach. It is not the fucking same. Coaching is a lifestyle. Oh, that only <laughs> that only works but, if you're going from a player to like high school level, maybe let, college. Let, but let's take a look at this. There is a coach that is on the coach coaching staff that has one less year of experience than Gus Bradley. And that is Ron Millis, their defensive backs coach. Guess what? He's a black guy. Give me those two coaches. With his DB. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, but you know what? You still, I mean, got to know no, defense I'm, because it's not no, like you can seven. rely on the offense of the coach. Seven, I was talking about for the fact that he's black. He plays DB. They're um, but all black dudes. Any, not a joke. It's every single one. There's, there's not a... Will name no, me a white corner, right. name me a white cornerback right. name me a no, white cornerback in the NFL. That, that is probably the one position. Like, yeah, no, there isn't right. one. You're right. You can. Okay. But anyway, so there are those are two coaches. One's white, one's black. That have thirty plus years of experience, and we're going to give some nutsack that was tweeting from his couch two weeks ago. <laughs> And last coach high school dealing with telling his players that their cheerleader ex-girlfriend sleeping with a basketball player was just because the season was changing and chances are it was going to happen at some point anyway. 
to managing egos of professional fucking football players. Give me a break. The only thing I will say is this, though, and and this is the reason why I give Ursay a pass. He's had black head coaches on that on that running that staff, running that team before. That's number one. Then I number mean, two, if you look and if you look at Jeff Saturday, you also got to look at the fact he was already working with the team um, in a consultant position. So if you're looking for some good PR to finish your year out, Jeff Saturday is like the perfect guy. If you're looking for a, P, a PR type of deal to finish out the year, because you don't want to bring a, a coach in there to finish out this trash season, especially I mean, if he's just gonna, but, but particularly if he's just gonna, particularly if he's just gonna lose. This yeah, isn't college it, football. You can't just pick a coach. No, no, no. But no, I'm not saying that. But it, but but at least you know what Jeff Saturday he know he does if lose he every nose and lose every uh, every I game mean, after that. It's yeah, not I mean, it, there's right. not much expectation around Jeff Saturday. Is what I'm saying. There's not much expectation and, and, around that. But it, this but is my point for this is, and that's my point for why you're wrong about this being a bad opportunity for a black coach to audition with. Any coach that is looking at the opportunity to be a head coach, especially some of those ones that are on the cold staff, since that's typically how that attrition works in those these situations. They should be getting this opportunity because there's no expe expectation with the Colts record so far and everything that's gone on that they're going to actually be a playoff contender. But what, what can you build on? What can you enhance over the rest of this season that shows us that you can grab the, that you can control that locker room and start to make progress? Nobody's expecting them to make the playoffs at this point. That expectation doesn't change I mean, because Rod Millis takes gonna it. It's going to be hard to do. The, I mean, Jeff Saturday does have the respect of the players. You got to at least say that. And he was also smart enough to put Matt Ryan back in there um, over Ellinger. So, you know, again, you know. And I'm not saying. I get what you're saying, but I just rather see a coach, a, a head coach, a person of color come in there with a draft and uh, uh, a full season ahead of him, not some – we're going to put you up half season intern and then we're going to let you go after. I mean, right. Here's the, a full se a draft in a full season and the opportunity to build a team. Yes, that is a great opportunity, but mm -hmm. we can't, I really feel like we can't get away from trying to make it to where black coaches shouldn't want to take these lowly operations and we give these to white coaches. No, because if a white coach takes a white coach takes that 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 shitty job, it is their still their job to build that team up and show progress. If a black coach takes a shitty job, nobody's expecting Super Bowl the next year. As long as the leadership on that team has the same standard of expectations that they would have for a white coach, it doesn't matter the race of the coach. The results is what matter. You guys think Levy Smith gonna survive after this season? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. So. I don't know. And this. And okay, where's Lovey at? He Texans. This okay, and this yeah. this is coming from a guy who it's been discussed or a person who it's been discussed many times on this show. I am a fan. I am a diehard fan, and I will root for that. I have not watched a Texans game all year. I'm in Ohio. It is hard to get them, but I don't know if I could if I would. Because from what I read and what I see, they are playing some absolutely terrible football. And as much as we love Davis Mills, I like Davis Mills. Y'all love um, Davis Mills. I like Justin Fields. That boy is balling. But like go ahead. The thing about it is, is he is not 
a starter QB. And no. it's not just him. It is not just his fault. Brandon Cook, who has had a thousand yard seasons for the past three, is having one of his worst professional football. No seasons longer the captain of that team either. Ever. And so take away that C off that jersey pretty quick. Um, I don't know if I, I take that back. I think he does get another season. And they're going to get the number one pick. Like they literally are the worst team in football. I, 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 I just feel that if not you look at, even uh, anybody in contention. I just that. feel that when you look at past seasons of a black head coach, Steve Wilkes is the perfect example. I just feel that when you look at the the tenure of a black head coach, it's shorter than no, a white head coach. And when you look at Cliff Kingsbury, is is, is trash. Just straight trash. We already know that. That man should have been gone two seasons ago. But yet, and still, he's still in the same role. Here's Nebraska. You, you are right. <laughs> you are right that this has happened. And my point is, we should not be pushing black coaches away from these roles. We should be holding front offices accountable for these black coaches to get the same opportunity that a fucker white coach would. Yes. That's yes. the difference. Seven, but because that, yeah. that's how you show true coaching skill. Mike Tomlin, baby. No, um, yeah, Mike Thomas coming to Nebraska. Um, hey, hey, hey how, how about those reports that Dion, that pr- Coach Prime, is coming to Nebraska? Do you, that is, that? I you know how excited I was? You know how excited I was for 12 hours? You know how excited I was for 12 hours, dude? The first loss that man get is over. The first loss he get is no. over. Oh, it's absolutely over not. Absolutely not. No, no. ESPN Radio fired Dion. No, they gave him a real shot. They would give him a real shot. Come here, Dion. Give him a real shot. And the thing is, is Dion. I honestly believe within two years he'd have them majorly competitive. Hey, Dana take off they, the, to go to all. They the would actually go back to a bowl game the next year, the year that, that he took over. I would almost guarantee the year the Coast Prime takes over Nebraska, they go to a bowl game. I'm so excited. If they give him five, they're within. They're in championship contention. I just think I just think I just think that program's reached three years. That's a that that's a that's a. That's a, Prime is right a guy who converted over to being a coach. At least mm-hmm. the NCAA gives a gives a black head coach somewhat of a longer leash to succeed. And we've seen Deion turn a team around. But um, we've seen it with other coaches of color turn a college football team around. Um, but the NFL, the leash isn't as long. And you have to as a black head coach, you have to produce results faster because you don't get that long of a tenure. Like I say. Kingsbury should Kingsbury, I call him Kingsbury. Kingsbury should have been gone two seasons ago. Eagleberry shouldn't have been hired. Exactly. Exactly. Is, going back to Levy Smith for a second, you got to think about the Texans and the revolver of coaching staff and all the things they've had. They just let Easterby go. All of that. I, oh, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Cal McNair is finally starting to make some good decisions. I don't know what has changed. East, the letting go of Easterby was a big move for the Texans. And, How long is Easterby with the Texans? Uh, five years. Okay. Then, then I would I would almost be willing to bet that this recent change in energy in that in that in that locker room. Oh yes, is because of the yes. lack of Easterby because that yes. that yes. guy would would. You had scare. Oh my God! You I had cannot. players that hadn't been on the team in years. So Andre Johnson celebrated the firing of this man. Andre doesn't get do anything to get like he's pretty political NFL. Wow. He is. 
and that that that's proof. It, it I almost wonder, you know, you almost have to wonder because as we think about, you know, that one big elephant that's been trampling all over the Texans, you know, but not Bill O'Brien, but Deshaun Watson. Easter B was around through that whole thing. Yep. Maybe oh, Easter yeah. B was the one that was making all those calls, and everybody's oh, yeah. known it, and that's why this is it. I mean, well, this guy why not? Something. Come on, Heineke. Did he yeah. just throw another pick? <laughs> God damn it. Anybody else got I, any hot takes before we move on? Oh, man. I, just say, I, got, I got one more. I got one more. Screw you, NWA. What you just did this weekend was a dis disservice oh, God, to yes. everybody in the world yes. of professional wrestling. No, that was a yes. disservice. You're going to let one of the biggest <sighs> names in a generation go and nick all this and then put your title title on um, uh, Mr. Funkasaurus over there? Come on, man. Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. You gotta get better, man. I'm sorry, but in a match that had Trevor Murdoch and Matt Cardona in it as well. You could have put the book back on Either two. I I mean, as much as I think Murdoch, Murdoch reminds me a lot of like a Harley Race. So I Mm. respect him. I Mm. think he is perfect in the NWA as a champion. Um, But Matt Cardona would have been a better holder. I think he's perfect on the roster. I don't think he's Championship material. He, he transition was the best way to put him. Harley yeah. race to me. Yeah, transition but, was the best way to put him. But Matt Cardona should have. He should have won. My, I would have rather seen it go to Matt Cardona than I don't understand it going to Tyrus. I don't like him. I don't. I never like Tyrus. Enjoy man. him. Like I liked him as Brodus Clay more than I did as this character, and so. I don't understand what NWA is say, doing, and Billy Corgan said they're going to be the rough, like. Action-packed wrestling dude program. Loves, dude Love is my favorite wrestler of all time. We'll not be watching NWA anytime soon as long as he's champion. Well, I take that back. My girl's still champ. So. The Bushwhackers are my favorite tag. All right. All right, Dan, what's yours, Dan? Real quick. You got any hot takes this week, Dan? Other than the Bushwhackers? Um, <laughs> uh, Will said earlier that he likes Justin Fields. That's not a real hot take. That's not that's not a real hot take. Will. I love Justin Fields. Y'all I y'all mean, like Davis Mills. I love you Justin should like Justin Justin Fields. If I, I said just, Justin Fields, he's he's, Justin Fields is, he, he's sure. playing very well. He's coming to his own. Yes, Justin Fields, make my rookie cards worth something. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Justin Fields, good, fancy team. Good, yes. good, good Justin. Good Justin. Feels good. Yes, your your cards actually get bigger in the box. No, um, no, uh, I don't really have. I, <laughs> I don't really have a hot take. Dude, I mean, other than good. you guys, you guys hot taked it out. You just, you just hot take me out. I'm good. What are we, what are we doing first? Are we not doing baseball? We're about to, we're about to jump into seventh inch stress. Get these, get these awards out there. 106 days till, till opening day. No, I don't know yep. what it is, but something like that. All right. Seven's already beaten. It's like, 90, like, uh, it's like 90, I think. Let's go into the seventh inch stretch and talk about these awards, guys. Yay! Working on it. I wanna be the best in the game. Invest in my name. Check no restraints. I'm obsessed with the pain. I ingest, I retain. Assess and I change. Possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints. Money. As Dan was alluding, Julio Rodriguez has been voted by the Baseball Raiders Association of America as the uh, American League Rookie of the Year. Um, this young shortstop from the Mariners had a stellar season um, and earned 
29 of the 30 votes for um, first place. Um, and then over on the National League side, Michael Harris, the second of the Atlanta Braves, was the winner of the National League Rookie of the Year. Um, he was a uh, he, he's on the Braves as well as the person who I would have voted for, Spencer Schreider, who got second place in the voting. Uh, Bobby Witt was also in there along with Brendan Duran of the um, St. Louis Cardinals. And then we saw one Aron Juge. Somebody nobody's heard of that won uh, the Hank Aaron Award no. for. Go ahead. Uh, for the oh Aaron Judge, sorry, that's the name. Somebody nobody's ever heard yeah. of him. It doesn't matter. Uh, he only hit sixty-two home runs this season. Um, won yeah, he's the a nobody. Hank Aaron Award for the yeah, he's a nobody. A Ron American League. A Ron Juge is his name. Balaki. Juge. Balaki. Balaki. Um, nice. and then who was who was uh, Dan? You remember <laughs> off your head who the National League Hank Aaron Award winner was? Uh, no, it probably Paul Goldschmidt. It was, you're right, it was Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, um, and then yeah, it, it was, um, a lot of awards had, coming out this week. MLB Facebook page has all of them. Um, we've also seen the starts of free uh, of trades, free agencies, uh. Officially starting soon. How long the um, judge trade is announced? It's not going to be a trade. He's a free agent. He's just going to sign. How long until the wants. signing is? Um, uh, I don't think judge signs before Christmas. It'll be a second. Yeah. Why would you not wait it out? Just don't. I, I mean, it's any publicity is good publicity at this point. So, like, why would you? Why are you not just hanging it? Like, just it. act like even if you made your decision, which he already has. Oh yeah. Don't, don't, don't get it wrong. He knows where he's going. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe he hasn't. I mean, because there's going to be some pretty competitive offers that are going to come his way, and there may be some dark horse teams, the ones that we expect, like the Giants and, of course, the Yankees. I'm sure the Mets are going to try and put an offer in. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston does. Um, I mean, I'm sure yeah. every Put team. Your, I'm sure the right. Rose have yeah. there should be there should be thirty teams at his door. Honestly, hey, like let's Aaron, be honest here, there should be thirty teams. Hey, 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 Aaron, coming to the Big Apple, baby. Let's go. Yeah, put right. your um, put your stuff. <laughs> <movie. laughs> Yankees. Yes. Okay. There's only one bigger sin than that, and that's going to Boston. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it is, but I mean that that would be fucking awesome, dude. I, I honestly that'd be some that'd be some good fucking t content for us, wouldn't it? Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that'd be some really good, but like, dude, put yourself in his shoes. He knows where he is going. I, oh, I, he yeah. already knows where he's going. I, I think he knows where he wants to go, but I don't think he's decided yet. They knew like his agent laid it all out before the season was even over. He's like, Hey, here's what people are going to give you. Like when he hit 63 in the, in the playoffs or 62 in the regular season, his agent was like, okay, here's what you're going to get. He's like from the, each team. And he, like, I think he sisted out that unless somebody came out with like, Hey, we're going to give you fucking Patrick Mahomes money. We'll give you. We'll give you the keys to the city. <laughs> so, I mean, like, and that's like the thing. Free Chinese takeout for life. There are. There is some belief that there are going to be teams that are stepping up to the plate with half a million dollars with half a billion offers. The Giants being if, one of those teams. If New York doesn't give him four hundred and sixty million dollars, I'd be surprised. I bet it's Honestly, up there in the four four and a half. There yeah. are there are a lot of analysts and writers that are saying his contract is going to land around four hundred. Um, See, but mm. it'll be less years though. 
So we're, we're, if we're going per year, you're looking at probably 50, around the 50 area, regardless. He's, 45 to 50 is, I think, where he wins, yeah. yeah. I think that's and, all that matters. And, and the I total see, up really doesn't. I could see, depending on where he goes, that number being lower, because he's he's already signaled that he's the type of guy that if they, they're like, hey, if you give us a little bit more room to work with here, we'll make it worth your time and add, you know, add another upgrade in another position. And so maybe... You know, he goes to the Giants, but he takes $40 million a year because they're going to turn around and grab Mike Trout. Or he stays with the Yankees because they're going to do the same thing. Right. So I those, mean, but that's, those, those two teams are very similar. Yeah, that, yeah it's possible. Right. It's possible. Yeah. And, and, you know, so, so those type of things are going to be in play because he showed us this last season that he is the type of guy that will, that will help out if he feels like it's going to be worth it. Because he said that he was willing to take a pay cut if it meant getting um, soda. Right. So I, I would think under the right circumstances, you could still have Aaron Judge for thirty-five to forty million if you make it worth his time to give him a championship roster. With, with the Yankees in particular, I think it actually is huge. It's the only reason it's huge to me is like I don't think on the field. Like I've said this on here before. Like I, I'm. Like, yes, I want Aaron Judge back. Like, obviously, I want fucking Aaron Judge in the middle of the lineup. Like, that's I think that's pretty obvious. I don't think it's, like, a huge deal for me if he leaves. But think about how big of an actual difference it is for the Yankees just because if they – like like you said, like with, hey, we'll sign you and then we'll sign Mike Trout. You know the dominoes are going to start falling after that happens where, wherever he goes. I think San Francisco will probably do the same thing. They would yeah. sign somebody too, right? And so, like, I think it's, it's bigger for your New York only – not even like on the field more just for like, I think if they get him, then it's win now. Do you know what I'm saying? So then like, it's like the pressure's on and I think yeah. they'll go ahead. They'll go out and get definitely Jacob deGrom. I've been following that thing. Like I think Jacob deGrom's a New York Yankee. I think he already pretty much is. I think that they're just actually, I, there are a lot of, there are a lot of analysts pointing to him being in Boston and that's the struggles yeah. that they've had the rotation. I, because the news came out of Boston's camp in the last couple of days that they're spending this offseason, which means Bloom is following his pattern of every other year. He actually opens up the checkbooks, swipes the moths out, and writes right. a couple of bigger checks. So, right. um, swipes the moths out. <laughs> you've got what, and, and, and I did learn you've got technically they've got one more year to sign Devers because this is his last year of arbitration. So they can sign Bogarts this year and do, do, and deal with Devers next year and put money in now on a couple of other things so that when they get that playoffs money for actually going deep into the playoffs this next season, Hey, maybe they make it to play in the world series. Um, that next season, it's going to be a lot easy. It's going to be a lot easier with Devers having probably just hit for 290 to 300 and having the least amount of errors for his position in the league. They're going to say, okay, here's 35 million a year. Can you imagine if he bets on himself on the last year of his contract? And comes out and hits sixty-two home runs. Can you imagine that? It's never happened. That would before. be fucking oh, just, hilarious. Just did. Oh yeah, that would be hilarious. It just did. But I'm talking about it right now, he's he's got a nice deep stroke, but he's honestly more of a. I'm going to find that deep gap. So he's a line drive hitter. Yeah, not even going to let you take him in that direction, Dan. Good job. Nope. Good job, Will. Um, real mature. Real mature. Hey, did anybody know that uh, Seven is moonlighting on us? <laughs> oh my god so it's just 25 killed I, I i i found this guy 
Okay, found this guy through it. It was just a random, a random reels. Not a bad musician. Like, oh, he's really good. This is this is me if I was talented. Um, (laughs) Funny thing is, is that is exactly what I was gonna say. Here's seven. If he had actually had some talent, that's 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 exactly what it is. Like, this is what causes me physical pain. Is now I know what I would look like if I had talent. His twin. His twin sucked all the power from him in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in our he chat, I think I knew his seventh talented doppelganger. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Seven was like two weeks away from being oh, shoulder man. guy. Oh, who do I look like? Shoulder guy. Oh, we've discussed this before. We just, we've oh, talked about this before. Morgan Freeman. Young Morgan Freeman. We've talked about that before. We don't want you. We just want the money. <laughs> yeah, that's like the gold diggers I, national I, anthem I right there. We don't want you. We just want the money. <laughs> yeah. Man. Ever since I was a little boy, I've always and been a little And he looks like D-Lo Brown. <laughs> Get the neck going. Wait, what's the... <laughs> D-Lo Brown, that's the, the, the Dudley, right? Hey, no, hey, you leave D-Lo no. Brown alone. No, that man. He, he does kind of... You leave D-Lo Brown like alone. D-Bond. You leave... You he does, does, say he does look like D-Lo Dudley. You leave D'Lo Brown alone. That man was the European champion. Leave that man alone. He was fun to watch. He, he was, was fun, fun to watch with a little bobblehead he, he going off like that. What are y'all? What are y'all? That little bobblehead going off. What are y'all? Oh, he he couldn't kind of promo to save his life, but he was fun to watch on the map. But man, when he wrestled, but yeah, Impact had him on the table all year last. You do realize that, right? He was on it. Yeah, he was. He was commentary. Yeah, him and Matt Striker. How did he do as a commentary? He was him and Matt Matt Striker were bad. They weren't bad bad together. Look, I mean, what his saved Impact for the last two years is they've got good content, and you don't need good commentators. And the thing with D'Lo, though, he's such a he is a good ambassador to wrestling. So I got to give D'Lo that he's a good ambassador. Yeah. Jeff Saturday kind of looks like a border collie. Hey, Will, since we're talking about a little wrestling, can we use that as a segue to mine? Yes, sir. Yeah. They do this thing. Fuck Aaron Judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, Unless eight, he nine. comes to the Red Sox, in which case I love him. Be nice. Uh, just a little bit on some fight night stuff. You had a U you had UFC this past weekend. Anybody watch it? Will you watch? I saw it? clips. I saw I some saw clips. I heard. I heard the, some I'm of the fights. For that were, shit. That's yeah. I heard some no. of the fights were really good. Um, I heard some people in our chat seven talking about some of the best fights they'd seen in a minute. It was a great card. It really was. I just ain't paying seventy dollars for it. You had uh, other news in wrestling. CM Punk made his first public appearance since All Out Brawl Out. You know what that means. Um, it mean. has not been. I mean, nothing has come out yet, and he is still on the roster on the card. I don't think anything has been signed. And I'm wondering, the longer this goes, if they're going to, or if they're going to just let him sit out there for a year, see if everything dies down, and then try and bring him back. And then if not, you just keep paying him. That's what WCW did. It's it's better for that because here's the thing. What they don't want is for him to go back to the E. That's right. exactly it. Especially right. they, and, and 
right now they cannot afford for him to go back to the E because that will take a hit in their ratings. Especially so with if you just pay him to sit down and shut up and wait till it dies down, bring him back in a year or two, you will be better off than cutting him loose and losing him to Triple you, H and that new creative team. Yeah, yep. if you can't get him to sign a non-compete for the term of his contract, which I am almost positive is what's holding this whole thing up, is he doesn't want to sign that. Just pay him his money. Let him sit at home. Let it die down. Let everybody's tempers cool. You're already the elite are it's pretty much already been announced they're coming back for a match at full throttle. So let them come back and then see where we're at. But I just I and then also he can't get back in the ring for another six months at least. He tore his peck in that match. So he's on the shelf no matter what. True. But my thing is though. If you're going to run it that way, if you're going to play like, okay, we're going to let things cool off and we're going to let things die down. What if he, at the end of everything, what if he goes to the E anyway? It was all for I me. Mean, but that that's his contract. You know Khan doesn't do less than like five-year contract. Because it was like, what, was a like four him. or five-year deal? I would assume it's a five-year deal. Um, mm-hmm. And so he was only, he just got through the first year. So four years. By the time he were to burn out that whole contract, all this has moved on. Triple H is installed in WWE. Yes. It's not a new regime that he's fighting with. Um, at that point, too, AEW's looking at ten, close to 10 years and cemented in who they are. Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't be as big of a hit four years from now as it could be if he if were he to now. get out and go sign with E right now. Because yes. Seven's right. Even though that AEW did not take a hit, Punk took all the damage from this. They didn't really not take a hit at all, other than some people didn't like the way Tony Khan handled it. I'm one of them. I think he needed to stand up to the motherfucker. But, uh, but um, how do we know? I mean, here's the, here's the question that I have on that. Khan is an asshole, but Khan is a businessman. And so I would I would almost be willing to wager because he understands the impact of something like this and problems in the locker room can have on that. Oh yeah, and he's still dealing with so, other ones. So and, and and so you 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 keep everything as in house as possible. You let just enough out for it to be entertaining in the product, which is exactly what's come out. Oh yeah, it's just interesting enough to to, to keep AEW. You know, a little farther in, the, a little closer in the mind of the average wrestling fan, and so now, but 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 the bulk of the, of what he's doing and the foot in assery that he is he is partaking <laughs> in, he's keeping is behind closed doors. He's like, look, we will minimize this as long as everybody shuts the fuck up and oh. let me kick the shit out of you. <laughs> and then we'll get back to business. If this incident did some good, it it really it brought in a HR department which they really didn't have. Tony Schiavone came in as the head of talent relations. They really kind of broken up more. Where Khan has had a lot of control over everything, he has given up more of the power, and it seems to help things. Even though since this, they've had three other incidents backstage. So they they do really got to get control of their locker room and the incidents. And also, 
I've said this before on our show a few times. I love the freedom that AEW wrestlers have, but Khan needs to be a little more strict on what they can and can't say on their own shows or podcasts. JR is one of the worst. He'll go on his own show and trash the product. And don't get <laughs> me wrong. I respect JR. I The man is infamous in this business and deserves everybody respect. I don't think he needs to be on the call anymore. Oh, my God. An opinion. It's a slobber The fact that he is on the call and on the show, and then you go to his podcast and he's trashing on the product, trashing on wrestlers. It's, it's just not a good look. I'm going to compare this for our for, for our fans watching and listening. This is like the, the Draymond Green on his podcast. <laughs> Won't talk to reporters, but will run his dumb ass home and get live on his podcast and say whatever he wants. But he won't take that pressure of sitting in and taking that. And and I think you're right. I think JR does need to be on a shorter leash. I, I have a lot of respect for JR. Obviously, I don't think there's anybody in the wrestling world today that can that can disagree with the fact that that wrestling today, the attitude era really would not have been what it was without JR's call. People like, talk about people but, talk about Shivani being the voice of their childhood, and he was. But if you were an E guy, and then after that, even too, going into the ruthless aggression, Lawler and um Ross were the voice of my childhood. Like, he was NWA, but, like, but, but, but if you were NWA. WCW, oh, so much Shivani. Oh, show well, Shivani, Shivani was yeah. definitely he was the it. guy. But um, if you were an E guy, it was Lawler and Ross, and those were the guys. And I, I then, will never before, forget. And before uh, then, Lawler. it was Gorilla Monsoon. And before then, it was Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. Before then, it was Gorilla Gorilla Monsoon. These guys have almost as much more of an impact as some of the superstars because they're just they're there every week and yep. they are the voice of the product um, i love that i love that now i i used to love the 1900 read what 900 909 but you're but seven continue like you you were saying like it's just i love him i respect him but even on the call sometimes he says some things <laughs> that i feel like lawler would have been saying 10 15 years ago I just think that with him, I just think you need to bring Lesnar. I just think with him, you need to bring Lesnar him, bring him in for special occasions and shit, and let it ride. I think that's the only reason you need to bring Jim Ross. The big ones, yeah. Strokes of John Rocker. Yeah, you you bring him in for your your biggest event of the year, which I think for them it's with it's all out, isn't it? Yeah, they really have a. Con is having the final pay per view. Yeah, Con is really trying to let that organically happen. Okay, so I would quarter, say right now it's, it's like one out of yeah. every three pay per views, something Just like that. Bring him in, even where they only do four a year, bring him in for every pay per view. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. And then because they do special weekly shows every so often, bring him in for a weekly show every quarter, bring him in for Battle of the Belts, which they do on TNT on Saturdays every quarter. Well, like they have enough that. special, he'd be good for that. They have enough yeah, special absolutely. stuff to plug him in. And yep. then just having his mind back there is a good thing, but he just he met he he gives me Lawler the same vibes that going back and watching what Lawler was doing 10, 15 years ago. Ross gives me a lot of those vibes now. It's creepy. He makes a lot of comments about the women that just don't fit in today's product. I, I wonder if some of what um, Jr. is trying to do is 
in being that what the king was. You know, he was he was the colory, he was the colorful weirdo. And you know, if you look at if you take that away from what he's doing now, there you don't really have like there's some color in in the commentary, but it's not as animated as the king was. No. And so if you you know, if you look at JR from that point of view, he's adding that in because he feels like it's missing and nobody else will do it right. It makes sense. It shouldn't be done. There's better ways to do it. But I, th- I, I would, I, I honestly, I think that's kind of what he's doing. But also, I think that that's why you need to pull him back and put him behind the scenes and find somebody that can do a better job with that type of thing to put in his place. But the other thing is, too, there's really nobody out there right now like Jerry Lawler. Um, really nobody out there. I like Jerry Lawler because he made everything fun. He wasn't the most yeah, professional, no. quote unquote, guy in the world, yeah. but he made it fun. And he, it's and, hard and he to go. It's here lately. I'm sorry, Will, but here lately, <laughs> I'm going back and I'm watching because I'm getting ready for Mania season. So I'm watching old Rumbles. I'm watching old Mania. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the stuff from 04, 05, 06, 07, it is cringe, man. But it's and like to- the Bischoff era is the worst. Oh, yeah. Like oh, HLA, yeah. brown oh, yeah. panty matches, oh, just yeah. right. It, it, okay, that's that's what I was gonna ask you. It's like, what, how so? That, yeah, I mean, that, it, that's it, when it, that it, stuff it, was the most common. That is yeah. the right. that is the start of the diva era where it was all about just sexy women. It wasn't right. about female wrestlers. It was just about sexy women. Yes, and with as little clothes on as they could possibly with as little possible clothes. Yeah. That's when you got your Tori Wilsons and your Kelly mm-hmm. Kellys and your Eva Marie's stupid. and your Layla Gray. This was after you get Dad, you stupid. Am I wrong, Will? Dad, you stupid. He's laughing. He's laughing at me. Oh. You're not wrong. I don't know why. You're not wrong, but at the same point, being a being me, looking at Tori Wilson. Oh, don't looking at Sable. But back then, oh, no, oh, no, 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 many no, 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 a long no. night in middle school at that time. That's <laughs> right. and don't get me wrong, dude. Toy Wilson and Stacy Keebler were those. Stacey you ain't watched that for the rest of the no way. Stacy oh. Keebler's uh, Playboy was one of the first like naked women watch, you, I you, ever you, actually, saw. Actually, those ladies you I just begged, named. I remember begging my mom for China's Playboy. I begged my, I wasn't even shy Mama. about it. I was like, let me get it, please, for the love of Mama. God. Mama. Um, but uh, it's it, kind of like a carnival, though. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. But listen, then. but Tori Wilson, Sable, you weren't ladies like to that. See them wrestle. You didn't watch them for no. wrestling. Um, no. your your wrestling, wrestling match? back back then. Your girls that were hot and could wrestle were your Trishes, your Leaders, yep. your Victorias. Yep. yep. Um, your say, Gail Kim. was better than Trish, but that's me. Because the um, they were and they, they didn't get as much mat time as, as the other girls did, as your Michelle McCool, or... right? Because they were Michelle about wrestling, right. not about hey, look at my tits, I'm gonna shake my ass, am I gonna take my top off? Like, go fuck yourself. It was, it, it just it, and don't get again, me wrong, I appreciate that because that was my puberty, but at the same time, it's mine like, too, and <laughs> I'm the same way for that era, it was okay. But to Dude, go back and watch it now, it's hard to do watch. Do not tell me you did not enjoy Leader at Edge in that one um, in that one Monday Night Raw. Was, man, that that to go back and watch it now is so rough. You because say you it's rough. You no, say it's rough. Because if you go back and you <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I go to like a bottle of lotion hey, every you time. Say you rough. go back and you hear what, <laughs> what Leader has had to say 
what you go back and you hear what Lita had to say about it, it just it makes. Oh, it I know she didn't like it, but like I say, look, I wanted a few people. I wanted a few people that say Lita's better than Trish. I wanted a few people who will say that. I would agree yeah. with that. But no, I, I I agree with that. Yeah. But but you know, from the standpoint of cringe as now, bruh, it fellas, ladies, it don't matter to me. When you go back and look, Trish, Ted, even Terry Reynolds, even the cat. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't arguing about none of that because you See, weren't expecting any wrestling from that. You mentioned Sable. I thought Sable was oh. Just, oh, her face wasn't all that, but the body. I mean, not my hardest fat. But the, the, like, but I get you. The face wasn't all that at all. The face. I, I'm with you, Josie. The face wasn't all that at all. But that body, man. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about this some more tomorrow with yeah. our boy Stacks because this is a topic that is involved. You gotta get Stacks involved. This is around Stacks time, ain't it? Um, might be a little before him. Evolution, evolution of wrestling time. and just how it can change so much in just a few years because i've when been when it's also the time we saw stephanie mcmahon start coming out and doing her thing too stephanie yeah. was gm during a lot yeah, of that for smackdown yeah. but smackdown see this is the thing i'm only watching pay-per-views mm. but um smackdown at that time was one more of the a show True Two, that. True that. True it that. was more of a wrestling product. You True didn't that. well, I, you didn't get a lot of the hot lesbian action and the bra and panty matches. That was really focused action. on raw. Because on that's SmackDown, where the right, yeah, right, 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 right. SmackDown, you had more of the good matches in okay, you and Cena was a big on SmackDown. So well, well, and, and the other thing is is that was back when you know back then um SmackDown was still taped. Yes, yeah, it wasn't live. True, true. And, and, and live. so yeah. there was there was also a little bit more creative work done after the fact, like that next day, that added to the product that we got on whatever it was Thursday or Friday night. I think it was Thursdays. Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And 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 so I, it, it, SmackDown was definitely a better product then, but Monday night was all about ratings because Monday night ratings live and getting was on huge back then. And then the three and hours it was back also in the day. getting in the news the next night. And under like three mainstream. hours back in the day. Yeah, the three cool. hours is killing them. Right, we yeah. got to move on, but yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Hours Raw is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's way too much. All right, y'all. We gotta get into the hardwood. We, we got a lot of NBA stuff we need to cover real quick. So let's move it over to the hardwood. And take a quick little break. Quick little break. Okay. <laughs> Good. For all things baseball, don't miss the Winter Meetings podcast Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern at youtube.com forward slash the sports report podcast. And again Tuesday mornings on West Coast Radio at eleven AM Eastern. Don't miss Fight Night. Every Tuesday night, Will Morgan and Josie Haney break down the hottest topics of the week across combat sports, including UFC, boxing, WWE, AEW, and more. Past episodes are available on YouTube.com forward slash the Sports Report Podcast, and each episode will air again Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. Don't miss Fight Night. Tune in or tap out. 
Put the kids to bed, put on your shades, and crack open a cold one during Sports Report After Dark with Seven and Dan the Dick Warner. You can catch After Dark Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on youtube.com forward slash the Sports Report podcast, and again Saturday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. We believe that athletes are people too, and Skip Bayless is one of the lizard people. Don't miss Sports Report After Dark. Wrap up your Monday with some laughs. Make sure to join Will, Seven, Dan the Dick Warner, and Josie as they dive into the hottest topics of the week across sports, including baseball, basketball, and the NFL. You can catch the episode live Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on youtube.com forward slash the sports report podcast or Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. Don't miss the sports report podcast. Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never ran, said no, man, I still go Go, 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 but even that could change You could flip the gray matter Like some batter in your brain That's why to say Fake it till you make it, eh And if you play that game Then you just might make a change Rearrange all the bad to okay Take the worst I say And turn them to a game Take the best I say And put them on display On repeat in your brain Till you're feeling no more pain Never slow yourself down You can do some more Push past, start a pain And you'll find a door Open it up And finally explore Everything that you thought You could never mini show inside yes. of the show yes you have a mini show inside of this show. yeah i gotta do some edits me and it's seven a, are slacking it's a mini show it's a mini no, show i like it I, I think we should keep it um did you guys see uh what joel and b did last night he got anybody, down anybody see the stat line on on uh, old joel 58 um, 59 59 mm-hmm. 11 8 and 7 blocks Jesus, making this um, claim, making this claim to be the best big man in the game right now. Oh my, dude, he is. The, no, no, no. That's that's already been a stat. That's been established. Jokic isn't. Jokic to me would be the only other actual position player, the only other actual true center that would even Have compete with Joel Embiid. But it's yeah. still Joel. Because Joel is so Jokic, athletic, man. Jokic he can do isn't, so much for a big man. Dude, I wouldn't call Jokic a true center. I think Jokic is more of a, a point. He's more forward. of a more of a power forward. He he's more of a power forward, small forward, point forward kind of thing. Like he's more of that kind of that kind of deal. Like like a uh, you remember Arvidas Sabonis? Yep. yep. Arvidas, Arvidas Sabonis was like like the quintessential power forward at the time. Mm-hmm. He revolutionized the position sort of, which a lot of people don't know about Arvidas Sabonis. I collect his rookie cards because the guy was I one of my favorite players. To him in Portland, though, dude, in Portland, and like he. 
he was just so good. Like mm -hmm. it, it was him, him and like Brad Miller and Chris Weber, like Chris Weber and Brad Miller were like the byproduct of Arvidas Sabonis. Anyway, but like, that's what, what Jokic is more to me. Um, so Joel Embiid though is clearly the best true center, the, the, the best big man in the NBA right now. There's no, like, yes, yeah. there's other guys who are big, right? Like Giannis is huge, but he's Giannis is a small for, for let's say it like it is. Um, damn. Do you want yeah. your intro, or are you just gonna dive right into it? I'm going right in. That's that you, was you, the intro. No, that's what. That's why I was making the joke about. I was like, I have a show within the show. Because it just started. It was the last thing, and I was like, Yay, it's starting! No, yeah, that was the joke. Go ahead and run it. Yeah, it's fine. We're so freaking organized. Yeah, <laughs> We, so need a, we need a producer in turn. So fans oh of God, the show, it, fans of the show, if you would like to to help us become less of like a bunch of monkeys trying to fuck a football. It's not like that we don't know podcast. what we're doing, but it, it like I can't stress to There's you on how hard it is. To, in this room right well, now. that one, <laughs> like just between these two right here. There's and, like a nut, and, and, and then add this one, this one into it. Like, just between these two right here, there's probably enough ADHD to power New York. Plus, I smoke um, a ton of weed before the show. I mean, that's same during, and the, like, online. yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of ADHD here, and then it you can't, I can't explain on how hard it is to run a show and be on a show, like, it's right. Really not yeah it, well it, it just does it, it it diverts your attention and why, why would you exactly. want, you know like we're trying to actually pay attention to what everybody's saying and stuff like that and it's like we can't really when we're off to the side of the screen clicking on random buttons and, and believe it or not we actually enjoy each other and we're in we're just like having a conversation when, when it's on we're just like hey it's live and who gives you know i'm saying like who gives a shit and we're not running yeah. out so i want i want i want to bring up the utah jazz how but yes producers how do how are the Utah Jazz doing what they're doing right now? They're they're ten and five. They're playing really really good basketball as a team. Dude, as a me, team, me and Stacks talked about it on Hardwood on Wednesdays. Ten nine central or ten nine. Yeah, just um, a, just a second, really quick. Sorry, guys, we're gonna interrupt this. Um, breaking news! The, breaking news! Breaking news! Yep, the Philadelphia Eagles have lost their first game of the season to the Washington football team Redskin Commanders. Yes. You just say yeah, Redskins Commanders? The Redskin Commanders. The Washington Commanders. I'm using all of them. Fuck all the rules. I'm using somehow all they, the names. There's somehow they went from racist. They went from racist to more racist. People are actually in charge of the Redskins now. That's actually oh the Redskins Commanders. Yeah, they went more racist. Dan Steiner would look, do that. Look, I was just trying to figure out how the Eagles lost. You got doggone Taylor Heineke up here throwing for 211 yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> they only ran a touchdown in by uh, Antonio Gibson. Meanwhile, I look over at the Eagles, and you would think the Eagles won this game, but they lost. Will Will sat here last week and acted like the Eagles. Eesh. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know who's going to beat them. I don't know who's going to beat them. I'm and saying said, it's the NFL, bro. Some but I'm also, teams but, but, also said, but what did I say before um, the, the show really commanders. started? Hey, division game, anything can happen. Skin commanders. That sounds like a porno. We said that some team, some know. I mean, I don't know the 
commander's record right now, but we said that some just lowly team would be the one to give them. Oh, imagine. Washington four and five. See. I was gonna say, just guess what they're. they're, they're That's what I would have guessed to be four, totally yeah. honest. Four and five. And going into tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so let's get back to basketball. Sorry. Yeah. We had. We didn't run that graphic. We're on the breaking news. But, I'm just kidding. But but the <laughs> but the Jazz are really playing good basketball right now. They're ten and five. Um, they're getting good play from everybody. I'm really, especially surprised by Lori Marketing, former Bull. Um, they let him go, and it's like he's killing it over there. What's it's, the Utah secret? What What's their secret? Dude, it's a it's a band of it's a band of misfit outcasts at this point. Yeah. And what do misfit outcasts usually do? They actually they will play as a team and they will want to win games bet more than other teams want to win games. Like they just they want to win and they're playing together because they feel like somehow they were all it's they someone was always better than them in the NBA. If you look at that roster, dude, all those guys have been traded for potential. Yep. Like they've all been traded in potential trades. Like, oh, Jordan, like Jordan Clarkson is 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 the best scorer on that team. He's playing out of his mind right now. And he's always been just traded around for because he's talented, right? And no one ever takes him seriously. So it's a team full of those kind of guys who are just banding together to win games at this point. So, well, and wait, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, they're playing amazing basketball, what they're doing out there in the West. They'll Um, be done by um, January. I mean, I'll also go back and say a thing um, that Charles Barkley always said. Bad teams don't know they're bad yet yes. because the season's so young. So we'll see yep. if they can hold on to this. This um, once they get high. tested continuously and get trial by fire, they're it's not going to be. They don't have enough talent. That's why they all get traded for their talent is because it's like oh potential potential, <coughs> but then none of them fulfill it, and they're not going to do it all at the same time this year. I mean, if they did, that'd be great. Whatever, it'd be fantastic. It's yeah, it's not yeah, happen. yeah. It's here's the thing, and 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 I think that that that. There is potential with the the Jazz, but I think it's more about bringing the bottom up than anything else. Because here's the truth: right now, your leading scorer is Lori Markinen at at 21.8 points a game, and he also leads the team in rebounds at 8.6 per game. Um, you've got to have. I really feel like you need to have. If you're going to have your leading score at 21, your second leading score should at least be over 20 as well. Um, and that's but second leading score. Why? If you say Jordan Clarkson. 18.1. Um, why? But I, I, bet, I bet they have like three guys that are like over 13, though, too. So actually, actually, that's no, a little better than that. Um, so Five. one, uh, three, yeah, three, three that are over, nice. yeah, yeah, because because Colin Sexton is third with 14 points a game. Uh, and then Kelly Olnick is 12 3, and Malik Beasley is 12 2. Um, and then Olnick. you know, you guys still some others like THT. Is averaging seven point eight. Vanderbilt is at eight six. Conley is at ten eight. So like, there's there's some decent production, but if you can just bring up that bottom end a little bit, that's how you're going to stay in it. Because otherwise, like you said, by January they're going to be a non-factor. That's how they're winning right now is through like that. Yeah, that those young guys in that defense. They're they play so. Nobody's playing in the NBA. Like nobody's playing like playoff defense right now. Okay. No. Like, nobody's playing playoff deep. Nobody's playing playoff effort defense. That's that's how it happens. That's why people say that they don't play defense in the NBA, which I think is the most ridiculous shit ever. Um, in the playoffs, they play defense. Watch the games. Um, in the regular season, they're not trying to wear themselves out the whole time. Honestly, they're not just trying to like run themselves on the ground because this is a this is a marathon, not a sprint. It is. Right. And right now, the Utah Jazz are sprinting. 
and everybody else is jogging like it's a, like it's a two mile and the Utah Jazz are sprinting. That's why they've got ahead of the field, right? And they will lose their energy in the middle of this race. That's that's how it happens. But defensively, like that, those guys you just read off right there, seven, none of those guys known for their offense besides Clarkson. Nope, not one of those right. guys is known for their offense. Um, all of them are really good defenders. Uh, Laurie Markkinen can Laurie Markkinen can can guard three positions. Colin Sexton is a great guard guard cover. Um, Malik Beasley is a good defender. Um, Jordan Clarkson even is a is a good defender because he's athletic and he's young and he and he's yeah. trying on the defensive end. He's trying, so that makes him a pretty good defender with his you know with all these guys' physical talent in the NBA. If they play, if they just try on defense, they're usually pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like especially if they're younger. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that's what's going on with the Jazz for real. I think. They're playing some it's just that, ball. We'll see if they can keep it up. Um, we had a had a game the other night. Lakers get a win over the New Jersey Nets. <sighs> their season doesn't begin until Russell Westbrook's off the team. We'll start talking about the Lakers on the regular when Russell Westbrook is off that team. Honestly, I think that's that's really the and. No LeBron during that game, by the way, where yes, they won. LeBron. No LeBron. You, you want to know about some some chemistry issues and some things that might not be going right on the court? You take your best player off of the court and you win and you look completely different. I watched that game. Looked completely different than they have in any other game. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing when you have that bad of a record, right? But they looked completely different. There's obviously some freaking – there's some issues with camaraderie in that locker room, obviously everybody knew that, but like, that's how big they are is that when you take the best player off the court, they, they win and look like a completely different team. Not a good thing. Anthony Davis looks like a completely different player. Where's that at? Where was that at? That's what, well, well, that, that's that what happens when you get unlimited touches. No, I, I don't think that's even, I don't think that's even the issue. I think that he's somehow it's trying right. to like, yeah, no, like LeBron is going to give AD as many touches as it takes AD to get 37 points, dude. I don't think LeBron is ball dominant at all at this point in his career. He's really not. He doesn't even bring the ball to the floor hardly anymore. Like he's he literally just, he doesn't need to be. And his games turn a lot into like some, some like bully ball ISO kind of thing. I mean, he's 38. Like I don't think any of us suspected him to be out there, you know, <clears throat> but he, he shoots a lot of turnaround fadeaways. He's obviously like that. I mean, but his game is so much different at this point. Like it's, he's still really good, but like yeah. you have to learn how to play within like if you're Anthony Davis, like you, you get the touches, like you, you can get the touches. He, and, and I think that this is really how you get Anthony Davis back into that office ingrained with all of the time that he has missed over the last couple of years. It's not a bad idea, especially with the fact that you have Russ working with the second team, which they should have done last year. Yeah. But um, especially now that Russ is in that it's done, it's not a problem anymore. Let's get Anthony Davis more touches. Let's give him, Let's give him the most touches for at least the first half of the season because you want him on point. He needs when to be that sprinting. comes because he's he's he he needs it. He needs to be sprinting because he can sprint a whole time uh, at this point. And exactly. But yeah. <clears throat> this and, and here's the thing. This is how Anthony da da and, uh, and this is how AD can save his what he's built as far as a legacy so far. AD needs to pull up his fucking high tops. Adjust his fucking jock strap, put that team on his back, and get them through the play-in tournament into the first round. Yeah. Because that's what because because then if you can let LeBron chill back without having to load manage so that he doesn't look bad, take most of that weight. And then when when you get through the, the meat of the play-in tournament, get you know, 
get to the first round. Then LeBron can engage. You can step back a little bit, but they know that if the need is there, you're that guy because it's past the time for it to be LeBron to have to carry yes. that team under four. It is time. AD has to take control of that fucking team. You, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that LeBron's idea of bringing AD in in the whole beginning was I'm going to train you to lead this team, and it's I, exactly. time for AD to take over. It's time. Like you're, um, we the discussion of. The GOAT is one of the main topics of this show constantly. And he is definitely one of the greatest to play the game. And it is time for that man to step back and start building a legacy. To be a number two. He needs yes. to be a number two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he, Thank you. And Thank you. Now that, He's been a number one now, since he was fucking it, it's not. It's not, right. it's not continue. It's not years. time for him to keep building. It's time for him to start sustaining what he's built. Here's here's the thing. If LeBron takes that number two seat right now and boosts Anthony Davis over the next two years, and yes, I'm going to say two years and LeBron <clears> needs to take one more year with, with LA in this process. You, you build up AD, you help restore what he was building, which is something we can all use, but you start to leave that legacy kind of like Chris Paul has in bringing up players. Now you're adding that into your repertoire with everything else he's already done. Honestly, I don't think he's going to hit Kareem's scoring record this year because he's a yeah. lot farther than I thought he was. I think it's going to be next season. And so let's save some let's save some of the gas some gas in the tank. He's still close for the playoffs. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna look I'm gonna look he's at that. Still actually. Close. He can still he's gonna he's he's he's, he's gonna still break over 1,400 points. Yeah, that's a, that's not that's not that many in the NBA, dude. If you average he, 25, and, if you average 25 a game. For ten games, I mean, he's doing, miles, I mean, right now he's at twenty-five, eight, and seven. You average twenty-five for forty games. That's well over a thousand points. So yeah, you're, yeah, he's he's gonna break it for sure. Because you're at 20, twenty-five, eight, and seven right now. Yes, the season just started. So yeah, yeah. There's there's at least forty games left, and twenty-five. That's that's yeah. It's yeah, it's fourteen hundred. He would have to get. He would have to average twenty at fourteen hundred points left. He would have, have to average twenty five points a game for fifty six games. Yeah, he's gonna break it this year. As long as he don't get hurt, that's the only thing that can stop. Him. It's playoffs but, included. Yeah, yeah, playoffs included in that. Right. Well, no, sorry. So, and, and it's not playoffs be, included. Yeah. I apologize. He's, he's already the all time leading scorer of the, in the playoffs and the regular season. So that's already a thing. Mm. Um, okay. In the regular season, in the regular season, that's yeah. That's so. That's the actual record. Mistaken. Um, but yeah, so he needs to, you know, he, he, but he's not going to be able to cruise to that and still have money and still have gas in the tank for the playoffs and for next season. If he doesn't, you know, if, if AD doesn't get into that fucking one and take control, he just can't do it anymore. He he just he's not a number one anymore. He's the he's the best number two in the league, but if like if he but he, if he is a number two, but he's he's still being forced into this role because either AD's not playing or he disappears when he's on the floor. It's it's the weirdest thing ever. Like I think it might be an issue of LeBron James just not relinquishing that number one role though. I I I'll honestly admit that it's I think possible. Might, yeah, it might just be that he, he's like oh I could still I could still be number one. I guess and like we can almost clearly see at this point. And it's, but it's going to take AD taking it from him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to take AD actually taking it from him. 
It's not going to be like LeBron right. giving that shit away. Yeah. Right. Well, and I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a LeBron not wanting to give it up. I think that's kind of like the last step in it is AD's got to be to the point where he feels like he can and just takes it and takes and, it. And LeBron will step back when yes. AD shows him that. Yes, but, but he's not. Gonna, yeah, yeah, he's not going to do like it's one of those things like where you got to beat like like it's almost like a like a jousting match. Like the other guy has to die. Yes, for like like, like LeBron's number he one wants die. to give it up. I would say if you could honestly like yeah, he does. LeBron's he's smart mind, enough that he wants you, to give it up. But yeah. he's like, I'm not gonna. It's just a, MJ Kobe. They would both tell you the same thing. That instinct he's not is handing it to anybody. Yes. Yeah, he ain't handing it to fucking Anthony Davis. He can't do it. He literally cannot do it. He knows how good he is, and he knows how good he's been. And he's like, at this point, you're you're gonna but, knock me off the pedestal because I ain't fucking just jumping off and volunteering. But that's the thing is AD, and and that's how AD recovers what he's built as far as a legacy is concerned, and starts to actually build on it. Is he's got to just pull up those fucking high tops, adjust his jock strap, and take control of that fucking team. Even in 2020, like. For for mo- in most people's opinions, AD still hasn't won a title. Like that's I, I think that's ridiculous. But like he was the second best player on that team when he won a title. And from from a guy in Anthony Davis who was one of the highly high, most highly touted recruits uh, recruits ever. Sorry, out of high school, um, goes to Kentucky. Like he's always it was always expected for Anthony Davis to win at least one title when he was the number one. And in 2020, he wasn't number one. Like LeBron was still clearly number one on that team. Yep. And yeah, and like. It's that's the weirdest thing is like they're not gonna that doesn't really count yet for, per his legacy because right now he's Lamar Odom, right now right now he is Lamar seriously, Anthony Davis is Lamar Odom like Odom averaged twenty four a year for like you know he had great stats, huge talent like awesome you know talent and everyone was like oh yeah he has a ton of potential, but never fulfilled it and that's what Anthony Davis is right now like his potential was way over what he's actually done, yeah, made any oh, impact no, also also really quick. The Phoenix Suns, while they did lose to the Miami Heat today, the Phoenix Suns are doing quite well this year. The Boston Celtics the are rest. the best team in the NBA. I mean, who cares about the Celtics? Um, they're, I mean, they're, they're, see, I'd be more interested in reading the erotic fan fiction of Ime Udoka's love. Uh, <laughs> than I would be about hearing about the actual Boston Celtics. I'm just well, glad Kyrie, Kyrie will tell somebody about it. I'm just glad. You go- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you double didn't get that um boss, that Brooklyn Nets coaching job. They made that the right call with, with they, they, they yeah. made the right call with with keeping Jacques. I think that was the right because that that would, know- that would have looked suspect as hell to me. All right, part guys. of that part, sorry, real, real quick. Well, part of that leaking that he was going to go to Brooklyn was literally just Brooklyn's management, like dangling it out there and being like, Hey, how bad does this go for us if we actually do it? And they, and they got such how bad backlash on it. They were like, Oh, shit. Yeah, probably don't do that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. That, that was really what it was. They were like, Oh, let's see what happens to the in the media if we do this. And people were like, Fuck that, dude. You're that's crazy. And they were like, Okay, well, yeah, gotcha. Sorry, not, not gonna do it. But all right, guys, let's go ahead and finish up. Going over, not gonna go over all the games, just a few games that went down yesterday at the NFL slate. Let's go ahead and get with the hold. Producer, I'm working on it. Need an op- not you. It. I'm not. Hey, you know what? We need a producer. You're right. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to talk about this slobber knocker 
of a game that went down yesterday. The Minnesota Vikings defeat the Buffalo Bills 33 to 30. That was an amazing game, and it was also a, a huge coming out party for Justin Jefferson. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, he's already been out, bud. Ball, yeah, he's out. been out. Ball and out. I absolutely loved how the officials kept trying to give that game to the Bills, and Josh Allen was just like, "Bro, I'm trying to lose this game. Fuck you!" Like it was, it was a competition. I don't think anybody even realized that the Vikings were actually there until like late in the fourth quarter, and then the rest like, "Oh, okay, you can finish him off, but fuck you on these calls." I mean, look right. at Jefferson's stat line. 10 receptions, 193 yards, and a touchdown. Woo, he got, he got down yesterday. Yeah, the only guy with more touchdowns through his first, like, 20-some career games in NFL history is Randy Moss. And Justin, think, Je- Justin Jefferson has has been doing it, bud. That guy is a fucking freak. And to yeah. think, one trade, Stefan Diggs ended up being Justin Jefferson. Just amazing. Just amazing. Um, yep. Uh, I didn't Justin think about that. Jefferson That's crazy. Is OBJ 2.0. If Justin Who? Jefferson stayed, OBJ. Because, and, and here's the thing. And here's, there's a reason. There's a reason why they're similar. Because they were talking about it on the broadcast last night. Justin Jefferson and OBJ actually used to play backyard football together. I was going to say outside of they both went to LSU. Um, so. There is a connection there, and that's why you're seeing some similarities in the style. That amazing catch that he had last night that I agree with what Shannon Sharp said, that is, it's got to be the greatest catch of all time because you add in the circumstances of if he doesn't catch that ball, they don't win that game. Um, but um, Kirk Cousins, man, he put it down yesterday. And, See, you know, this you, you is look a, at – I'm going to think about Kirk. He can go off in that moment, in that right moment. He did it once with versus Aaron. I you like that? Two of the season. Yeah. Like, he'll you just, like that? He'll have a moment where he just he's he. I just think we're just, I I, I just think we're, I plays at an MVP level for a game. I just think Chris, with Kirk Cousins, he. He comes through when the when pressure isn't there. When there's no pressure for him to perform, he comes through. But when the big lights are on and the pressure is on and he has to perform, he's not always there. I think you that's propaganda, that, you, though, Will. You saw like, you saw him. You saw that when he was with the Redskins. When, it, when you had times you had to win against the Cowboys, you had times you had to win against the Eagles. It's hard to win when you're playing for the Redskins. He was with the Redskins. I was going to say, he, he, he never Thank really you, came through. Thank he never you, really came through. But who comes through for the Redskins ever? Well, like that, that's like true. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like I would he, not be surprised if Dan Snyder was trying to fuck him true. too. So <laughs> like, other than in the playoffs where basically they have these great regular seasons, Minnesota does, they have these great regular seasons and then they get beaten the first round of the playoffs. That's happened a couple of years in a row now, I believe. And it's like the expectations are high for them going into the playoffs and they get beat. Other than that, I don't think Kirk Cousins has really failed underneath the lights though. Like outside of in, in Washington, like you're That's saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, 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 but like, it, I feel it, like it, everybody it, fails in the lights in, in, in Washington. He's a top like, 15 like a- regular season quarterback. He just can't close in the playoffs. Hopefully this year is different, especially with what Justin Jefferson is doing. Yeah. But I put Kirk Cousins above Lamar Jackson. Right now, yeah. I'll do that. <sighs> I, I can't. It's I right can't there. I, yeah, I, I actually. I can't. Okay. Yet. I have I They're 8-1. They're 8-1. What's the record? Yet. I can't What's the record yet. of the Ravens? 
It's not like the MVP wasn't earned. This happens every no, it was, and this happens every year though. Josie, this happens every year, by the way. I mean, they go eight and one or seven and two, like uh, every every Kirk year. Cousins, that good Kirk Cousins is the Mets quarterback no. of, of the NFL. Dude, they yeah, they they have great regular seasons I'm every year, dude. That. They're in the playoff, they get first round buys every year. As long as you got Patrick like, Mahomes and a healthy Josh Allen, even Joe Burrow, even Justin Herbert. I'm not Kirk saying that is Kirk, quietly up there. He's oh, up there in the top I'm twelve. Saying, he doesn't I'm, not saying he's not top, I'm not saying he's not top twelve. Top he's 12. just not gonna be in a wound in my top five. But top no, 12, oh no, you. no, 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 no. Yeah, but top twelve, no, I got you. Top, yeah, top twelve, I got the you. Top yeah. five but, but, is yeah. kind of locked yeah. down. Here, like, I, I mean, I'd rather have him than Ryan Tannehill, that's for sure. But but here's the thing, especially after tonight with Jalen Hurts, who was an MVP favorite until this game started. Jalen Hurts just lost to Taylor fucking Heineke oh, for 211 yards. Jalen Hurts is not an MVP talks anymore. He won my MVP. My MVP has always been John. But Allen. but he w- he was in conversation before because he's got his team undefeated. You kind of mm. have to be. But guess what? Who's moving up in the talks now while Jalen Hurts is moving down? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. And and oh, this yeah. year, think about think about it, Tony. Like this year with A. Rod and Tom Brady, a- clearly a- not clearly not being top five quarterbacks at this a- point. A- like. Why can't Kirk Cousins like I think at this point in the season, Kirk Cousins is year. a top five quarterback. I think he is a top five quarterback right now. Right now he is. He's and he's and he's putting so. up massive numbers. He's putting up massive numbers. He's getting he, Justin Jefferson the ball. They came back from a deficit against the Bills last night. The Bills, <laughs> who beat the Chiefs, who beat the Chiefs. So let, 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 let's let's put some real on this win for the Vikings because all of there's been a whole bunch of comments about the Vikings not winning against any real teams. They just went into Buffalo and took the game from Josh Allen. In Buffalo. Despite the fact that Kirk Cousins threw two picks in the first half. Dak Prescott threw two picks in the first half and blew a 14-point lead yesterday. Got guys jumping through flaming tables in the tailgate up there in Buffalo. Yeah. That really gets him going. Yeah, he was playing well, too. Two was playing really well. Will, Will, have you seen those videos? In, in MVP conversations right now, who I is? Don't, I don't know. Oh, I, I, he's not gonna. I'm not saying yeah, he's winning, he should be, it, but he's in yeah, the he conversation. But like, because that's interesting. Making him look really good, and so is Jalen Waddle. With like the downfall of all those quarterbacks that were in the top five spot, you know, well, top not, six not spots, a young like, generation's coming you, up. Yeah, somebody uh, can. Yes, and Kirk Cousins yeah. isn't young, and but like, yeah, like they can kind of move into those spots now because because A. Rod and Tom Brady, I. I mean, at this point, those guys are obviously not in the right situations, nor probably Brady's probably getting – Father Time's probably getting Brady a little bit. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Geno Smith or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Oh, right now. Uh, I don't know. Right now, Geno is having the season of his career. Geno's doing and more with less. Geno is doing more with less, and Act. I will give you that. But I will take Kirk – but the reason that I take Kirk Cousins is consistency. If he you is, look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, he is consistently during the regular season a top ten quarterback. Yeah, there's there's, there's no way to argue it. The like numbers season, don't yes. lie. Then that's why I said that the the, the, like are the, the, the 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 he is the he is the Mets uh, of the NFL because late in the season he gets more tired. They're dealing with injuries and things start to slip, and that's why they don't go deep into the postseason. But 
you give Kirk Cousins a healthy team, he'll punch you in the mouth in the playoffs. That's that's what I where, where you said Tua from. Sorry. Yeah, that's where I got, that's where I got oh, Tua. Oh, Dark Lizards, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I just think that um, two is playing well too. Um, but then again, he's got a track team behind him, he does. Yeah, all right, Tyree, 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 with the least out there, and right now that's Gino. That's Gino. Gino is doing the most with the least. But the numbers also have to be there as far as like. And they're not always there with they're him. Not. You're right. They're he, not. He, yeah. he, he has a really awesome, great game, and then he has a eh game. In, 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 but they're still pulling him out. They're still like, pulling out the win, but yeah. Can we just talk real quick? Real, like This is all I'm going to say about it. Josh Allen is so good. That I think that Josh Allen is still out there playing like like middle school park ball sometimes. Like I think he's just out there like that's how talented he is, like just raw talent wise, that he is still out there like he's doing that Mahomes thing, like more out of control. Does that make sense? Like he's like out there just like, like, yeah, I guess I'll just run it now and like I'll just make this ridiculous pass because my arm's really strong. Yeah. Like he's that's very like yeah. he's very instinctual gunslinger type, but he runs it too. Like so that's he runs it. Right he, he gunslinger runs. That's right, right, right. Right. Look, I, have I, you seen those squads? That's a big boy, too. That's a big boy. Great ass. Great ass. Agree with what Dan says. <laughs> what Dan is saying there, I 100 agree with. And the, the, the fact that he has a great ass. ass you have to say. Well, if you don't recognize an athlete's ass, you need to get the fuck out of here, okay? Because that's <laughs> well, number one of an athlete is you always look at the ass, the ass in the core. In the right? NFL? Yes, I agree with in you. In the NFL, NFL yes. Haunches. Yes, in the LFL, yes. In the Baseball LFL? too. No. Baseball too. You got to look at the ass. In the well, LFL, I'm not yes. talking about from a – you're talking about – Bring them ladies team. back, by you the way. You always make it sexual, Will. Bring them ladies sexual. back, by the way. Not from an athleticism standpoint, the ass is a huge thing. See? He's making it sexual. Josie? And you look at Seven. Seven cut his camera off for a reason. He did. He had to go. Day. He was like – He was like – Yes, bring yep. about the LFL. Um, Real quick. Detroit beat the Chicago Bears yesterday, 31 to 30. Now, we all know Chicago gave up a lot of that defense. We all know this. Or Smith on that roster, Richard. they win that game. Yep. 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 Justin Fields, Justin Fields is with Ham. If you want to talk about doing more, more with less, that's Justin Fields. The man up in winning with Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney. Cole Komet. And Chris Claypool, who they just got from the Steelers. Not Alan That Robinson. man ain't got nobody. <laughs> I think the Claypool addition is going to be helpful, but they've they got to get that chemistry. I, I don't think we'll truly see the value of that connection until next season, but it'll start to get better as a year goes. They might not lose it. They just might. They, they did the smart thing and just made that offense straight Ohio State's offense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was because that's, how, that's how you're going to get results out of Justin Fields. Yeah, if you do you yeah. remember Justin Fields at Ohio State, dude? Like I watched those games and I was like, this guy is fucking unbelievable. Like he, mm -hmm. like he that within that offense, he was the perfect weapon for it. Yeah, like he, he was like he is the perfect quarterback. The dual threat perfection of that, mm -hmm. like that's what you have to do with him. Is like, oh yeah, that's what they they fucked up with Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville too by not doing that. Like just make just make it Clemson's offense, dude. If, right, it's, it's it can work. Make it the verbiage. It's here's, just NFL stuff anyway. Yeah. Here's the thing. And, and you know, I, I've, I've always been one where I've, I've had this gripe. I've said it multiple times. I hate teams that draft rookie quarterbacks and make them, make them start oh, because you. you are literally screwing them over. It's okay? the worst but here's part what I will of say. the new generation football. If 
It, no, and you're right, it is. But here's it's what I would say. Yeah. If you are willing as a coach and as an offensive coordinator to say, okay, we're grabbing Trevor Lawrence. All right, so we're going to go to Trevor Lawrence to school and say, all right, play him. Just, 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 just fucking just shut the fuck up. Give it to me. We'll give it backwards. Up just might. But, but, but you use that as the basis for your offense. Like when you're changing an offensive coordinator. Because you're gonna, you need to figure out which pieces of that playbook play to your play of strength and have that be your focal point. You can build out from there. <laughs> you can build out from there, but use that as the central starting point so that your quarterback is more comfortable. If they're more comfortable, they're going to be safe. And you're going to get more out of them. And that's a key thing that teams aren't doing. I agree. I totally agree. Last thing I want to talk about, and we're going to get on out here for the night. We're going on two hours, fellas. Um, I got to bring up this game here. We, we can roll yeah, out. We, we got a couple of minutes. The Green Bay Packers defeat the Dallas Cowboys 31 to 28. Take the the LFL is still a thing, take ladies the, and gentlemen. Take the field goal. You stupid. Take the field goal. No. This is this is where analytics are going to cost you your job. Yeah, because if yeah, they take that, it, 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 but but here's the other piece, and they were discussing this on Undisputed this morning. Um, they don't. Well, one of the, the 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 disadvantages that Dallas has right now is because of injuries. Micah Parsons isn't playing the edge right now; he's playing back in coverage. Yeah, back in coverage. Yeah, and and so you don't have now because if you have Micah Parsons on the edge. Last night, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers spends a lot of time on his ass thinking about all that. There's thousands of of ancestors holding him, and yes, and know, telling him that they're proud of him, and telling him that they are proud of him because it's that the only way happened. he's going to get through all of the sacks. Because Micah Parsons against that offensive line gets at least three sacks last night if he's playing from the edge. Well, and you got and you got a Rod who's thinking about his thousand hey, ancestors. His thousand ancestors while he's in the middle of a play, he just like spaces off for a second and just looks into the sky. He's like, Oh, it goes forever. And they just sack it. Goes forever. Like, Where goes did forever. Kristen Watson come from yesterday? Oh my goodness. He look, I knew it was I knew he was butterfingers coming into the league. But once he dropped those two passes yesterday, after that, he was straight. Three touchdowns. Well, he, 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 you see, Brucey, Brucey always wants to eat the popcorn even during the game. Christian Watson was like, oh, wait, shit, I can't do that. And wiped it off, washed his hands, dried him off on his little towel. And was like, all right, I got this now. Let's go. Put some mega attack on there. There you go. Put some mega attack. There you, go. Little, little, there you um, go. Super glue on his fingers before the start of the, before the, start well, I mean, of the, the, the drive. After, after the game, Aaron Rodgers said he was a Pisces, so that's probably what it is. <laughs> you know – you know when Aaron Rodgers got into astrology, this was all over for all of us. You knew it was it was done then. His, his wife's name is Rain. But yeah, but no, um, I, I thought it was interesting the stats that Skip Bayless was talking about and undisputed this morning. Aaron Rodgers is eight and two against the Cowboys. That leads to my comment right here. Yep. Crosby and, 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 and that's what yeah, Dark Lizard reminded me of that. The Cowboy. He owns them. Rogers owns the cowboy, and I think a- I, I just a- think that's a- fucking owns the hilarious. Aaron a- 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 owns the cowboy. 
Eight and two. It's, it's because it's because Dak Prescott's an Aries, bro. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> an Aries, and and his moon sign is not properly aligned when they play. <laughs> you are so stupid, though. You take the field goal. You don't they give up points. You don't get you you don't give up points like that. You take the field goal. If they go down the field and scores, whatever. But you take the field goal. It gives yourself and set yourself up for a chance to win. If they go down after you take that field goal, if they go down the field and beat you, whatever it is, what it is. But at least, but at least you make the right decision beforehand to give yourself See, a chance to win. Here's here's the thing. Here is Mike McCarthy's true philosophy, and you need to hear me on this because I know for a fact through everything I've seen, I am I, you cannot convince me otherwise that this is not true. Mike McCarthy's philosophy is very simple. You can't fuck up a game in overtime if you fuck up the game before you get to overtime. <laughs> oh, but it's so true. <laughs> but I feel you like that's like... game up in overtime because you never get to overtime. That's a it's t-shirt. It's Kingsbury's philosophy as well. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. If the team scores more hey, points than the other team, they win. Boom. Tough act to get I need it. I need a. I need a tele. A tele <laughs> so I can circle time. I wish we had. That was funny. Boom. Oh God. That was funny. Boom. God. <laughs> He's but but here's here. the truth. If, if if we had the ability to do this, then it would just be a bunch of dicks on the screen every episode. So <laughs> we got. We got <laughs> this guy right here drawing a dick. Kind of technology. <laughs> He's drawing a penis. Yeah. All right. We got we two. Minutes, we got two. Minutes, we we got two minutes left to go, guys. I want to bring up another game real quick. We got Tampa Bay over the Seattle Seahawks yesterday, twenty-one to sixteen. Is Tom Brady back? We, no. they, I told, I told you guys. I fucking told you guys. Don't bet against Tom Brady. Don't bet against Tom Brady. This is when he heats up. Here's the thing: if they lose next week, I will say, I will say that we're starting to see a true decline. But now <laughs> right he now. got his, he got his divorce final and has not lost a game since. Tom Brady be, is playing pissed off. This show should be called Prisoners of the Moment. And then you are, uh, no, 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 but he has a good point because I put it in the uh, thing I put up in our group chat tonight. His wife is already dating other people. Tom Brady's playing angry right now, guys. All, playing, celebrities, man, all celebrities are polyamorous. He playing, or he's he, playing, he, he's relaxed playing angry right now, man, because he is has some girlfriends. And, and listen, and listen Tom lit. Brady, listen, Tom Brady, listen to me. Don't feel bad, bro. She, already, she had this plan way before the divorce, man. She was already seeing old boy. Tom Brady, was that I need you to make all celebrities are polyamorous. It's not a Tom Brady, yes. I, I agree, need you, Tom Brady. I need you to make the ultimate power move, and I need you to bang Danica Patrick for the love of God, please. <laughs> that would make me so goddamn happy. And then put and then put that, that and then put that meme yeah. of Aaron Rodgers in his face as he dances. You put that meme. What? That you know, would be so fucking perfect. Please, like I'm you know, I don't ask for anything. Except to see Anna Kendrick's titties just once. But (laughs) also, please let Tom Brady and Danica Patrick smash. Just please. I think that would be. Oh, my goodness. Aaron Rodgers would would just tweet. Go ahead. But that game yesterday was so crazy. We saw Leonard Fournette throw a pass. We saw Leonard Fournette. And and you know what? And for for one, he went out in the third quarter. Uh, he went out third quarter with a hip injury yesterday. They did say that he is going to be day to day, but he will. There's a pretty good chance he plays this Sunday. They're playing the Panthers, if I remember correctly. What you, I Leonard thought they Fr- had a bye week this coming week. I could be wrong. Leonard Fournette's the Zion Williamson of the NFL. 
He was just like, he is. He was no. just like super talented and huge, and they were just like, don't yes, disrespect Zion like that. Ever. Zion lost the weight. Well, we Zion's Zion. If Zion doesn't change the track of his career, it's it's Leonard Fournette is the you know or Zion is the Leonard Fournette of the NBA. Is what it is. But oh, oh my lost, goodness, we got, we got we got just a little bit of time. Man. Will you got any more games? Yeah, I want. I, want I, do, yeah, I do want to talk about um seventh game yesterday. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27 to 17. Bro, why you ain't pulling boys out, man? Y'all should have blown it. You should have blew them out. I mean, Christian Andy, Kirk Andy, went up I, there. I, honestly, Andy <coughs> Reid doesn't blow out teams unless they have pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> and then and, and, and you know, and I and I and I think that's that's an actual thing. And I think that the Jaguars were flirting with it until they stopped taking dirty hits on, on our receivers. Because I think Andy Reid was getting angry. And the I fact mean, that there was not at least at least a penalty on that Juju Smith hit. Yeah, I'm about to say absolutely that. Absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. fucking bullshit. And yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. that without shame. Here's the thing. I understand that he you know, the the, the, there are going to be rough hits in, in, in the NFL. And I'm not even saying the hit on MBS was, was, was illegal, even though by the letter of the law, that one was illegal as well. That mm. one wasn't as bad. That was just aggressive contact. I right. will let that one go. But right. the hit on Juju was fucking dirty. Yeah, and the the and and especially with the fact that he's out with a concussion, that's mm-hmm. going to be two weeks. That they, mm-hmm. I, I, he's not coming back this week. So, then the, there should be fines for there should at least be a fine for that. But I would not be surprised if the NFL finds the hit on MBS. But I think both of those were by Cisco, weren't they? They're both by the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. He well, should I'm, get. I'm he, he needs to get fined. I'm sorry. I, I I don't necessarily always advocate for those things, but homie should be fined. Take your, your your coach, your wide receiver coach, or your I'm sorry, your DB coach, whoever it was, and you know we're gonna spend a week while you're suspended. You're gonna go to this private trainer and you're gonna work on tackling the right way and quit being a dumb shit because that's gonna get people hurt. Yep, he might get suspended a fine for sure. Um, let me ask you, because seven, you're sort of a fantasy football guy. Fantasy football. You touching any of these running backs? I ain't touching none of these running backs. No. The only I will touch. Here, here, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not playing fantasy this year. I took the year off. But here's the thing. If I'm playing fantasy as a Chiefs fan, Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback. Yes. If I can get him, um, Harrison Butker is a kicker. If Justin Tucker isn't on the board, <laughs> um, and as a bench defense, I'll take KC's D. Mm. I am not touching a wide or, or and and tight end and Travis Kelsey, Kelsey obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not touching a, a single receiver. I'm not touching a single running back because you look at these games in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes' superpower now is he spreads that ball the fuck around. Yep. Yes, yep. Kelsey's still going to get his bill, and you're going to see MVS and Juju when Juju's able to come back. They're yep. going to get 50, 60, 75 yards a game. But he's throwing to an average of ten receivers, ten different receivers a game. Right. He's always he's always spread the ball around though. He's but he, he's spreading he's it out him. more this year than he has in years past, and I think that's the Tyree Kill effect. Yep. Yes, yep. he has to. But it's the and that's why I said the 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 loss of Tyree Kill is not as hard on Kansas City as they think because Tyree Kill was a fucking distraction for both sides of the ball. I don't know about that. I, I think that I think that you're literally just looking at Patrick Mahomes is so good that he can spread it out to ten different receivers. Like, do you think that Patrick Mahomes isn't like, hey, I wish I had Tyreek Hill? 
If we ask, if we ask I Patrick Mahomes seriously, he said he, he still wants Patrick. So it, I don't, I think it makes the offense better, but I think that Patrick Mahomes is so good that it really doesn't matter that much that you have the best receiver in the NFL, which is fucking crazy. I mean, because who wouldn't love to see their one through three as Tyreek Hill, MBS, and Juju? Like, let's be real. There isn't a single person that would question that wide receiving core. Well, like, but I would. at the same time, but, but, but at the same time, without Tyreek. Did you say MV, did you say MVS? He said MVS number two. Like, that's no, I, okay, or Juju is that number two, MVS is three. Sorry. Like, I no, still, I don't trust MVS. That's top heavy. That's yeah. top Tyreek Hill heavy because those two, um, two other guys are not. I trust it, 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 a good, good wide receiver. And this is bad for me to say, but as a number or, three, or even Kadarius Tony. But, but I really, I really have Kadarius Tony's number three. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, but, and here's the thing there are even, you know, Skip Bayless, who I understand jumps the broom a lot, and is one of the reasons he annoys the fuck out of me. That's why he's one of the lizard people. Um, yes. Skip Bayless actually. Alluded today on Undisputed that Kadarius Tony could be the second coming of Tyree Kill for this roster. Well, here's my thing with Kadarius, though. One hit, he could be done. His injury history is terrible. And that's any player, but it's more Kadarius if you look at his history. And and, and that's where, yeah, it's because he's a sprinter and he's smaller. Because Tyree Kill was elusive enough that we weren't as worried about him taking hits, but Tyree Kill still fought off injuries, and some of those that he got were because of hits and his size. Right. So if they can get Kadarius Tony to work on some of that elusiveness, the speed is great, but you need that side to side. That cut Dude. is what makes money as a quick receiver. Absolutely. You're so I cannot agree more. That is that is literally why Tyreek Hill actually Tyreek Hill pure speed fast was obviously cheetah fast, right? But he didn't right, run right, like right. a cheetah. He didn't run like a cheetah, though. He ran like a squirrel. And that's a good thing in the NFL yeah. because that twitchy in between that shit where you can literally make that last little tenth of a second move to get out of the way of a hit is so important in the, in the NFL. It's because so important. that's how you make tacklers miss. Yes. That and, cut, and, that side and, to side. Yeah. And even if they tackle you, you're making them miss enough that they're not hitting you solid enough that you're taking big shots. Like Nicole Hartman runs a lot straight up, straight up sprint style, long strides, right? And that's why Randy Moss is kind of an enigma because he had that sprinting style, but he still had quickness enough to get out of the way of those, you know, because Moss never had injury problems either, really. So like he, but he was more of a sprinter guy. But um, yeah, the the in-between stuff is like so essential to them not getting hit solid. Just a little last little second moves. I think that, that 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 him being in that wide receiving room is actually going to be beneficial to him getting his feet under him because let's be real, Juju Smith Juju, uh, Juju may be a pain in the ass sometimes, but he's got great feet. And oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. drops a lot of balls, but when he catches it, he's got great feet and he can create a lot of yak, which is where you earn your money as a receiver. Yep, so catch. I think yep. there is some good influence there, and of course, Miko Hardman. Who they're, they're they're transitioning as they should be transitioning to use him more in, his, in, a, in a Debo Samuel type role, which is exactly what he is. Um, Miko's got some great feet, pounds. right? My, yeah, my, yeah, but yeah. He, he Miko's got great feet, so he's actually surrounded by the right individuals to make that future Tyreek Hill 2.0 esque because I don't he's not as fast as Tyreek. I don't think he is, and I don't so I don't think he's going to get to that level. But to be the second coming. Yeah, yeah, I think he can get there. They wanted Sky Moore to be that fucking Debo Samuel guy. Mm-hmm. Sky Moore can't even get off the bench. I know that's what I'm saying. Like that, but that's that's, <laughs> that's a that's a closer body style comparison though. Is is oh, Sky goodness. Moore like that's what they wanted? But 
All right, you guys, let's go ahead and end things up here. I want to thank everybody for being here tonight with hey. us. Hang on. Hey, no, 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 no. Quick, I'll, I'll do it quick. Bit. All right, do it quick. We do it quick. Had, we had to talk about the cheese for eight minutes. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was it you. was me too. Yeah, it was me too. Um, this hey, this issue of ESPN the magazine I have in the background right now is is has my face of the dick of the week on it. This is the 22 year. This is the 22 22nd <laughs> anniversary of John Rocker and his infamous ESPN the magazine interview. I don't know if you guys remember this. I do. Um, okay, so he's he's my dick of the week. He's probably should be the dick of the month for this. I'm gonna read this quote from from the ESPN the magazine. This is when John Rocker was asked if he would ever want to play in New York for the Mets or the Yankees. This is what he said. This is the actual quote that comes out first in 2000. Okay. <coughs> he said, I'd retire first. He said, taking the tr seven train to the ballpark, looking like you're riding through Beirut next to some kid with purple hair, next to some queer with AIDS, right next to some dude who just got out of jail for the fourth time, right next to a 20 year old mom with four kids. It's depressing. The biggest thing I don't like about New York are the foreigners. You can walk an entire block in Jesus Times Square Christ. and not hear anybody speaking English. Asians and Koreans and Vietnamese and Indians and Russians and Spanish people and everything up there. How the hell did they get in this country? Unquote. Oh my God. That's the one that comes up. No, 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 guys. I'm this gonna gets say better. This. I'm no, gonna this say gets this. better. I'm going to say this. He deserves everything he got and more for that statement. Oh, wait, Will. Just wait. I know it gets in two, worse. In 2002, <laughs> in 2002, he gets quoted from a media member for the Mets or no, sorry for the, for the Braves as qu calling his teammate, Randall Simon, a fat monkey in the locker room. Um, while angry at him. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, from, came from Carousel called him a fat monkey. Um, he is the owner and proprietor of the speak English campaign in 2006. No. Um, yep. Oh no. It keeps going. Um, oh, God. He, um it, it's, it's still going. Yeah. He, What's the best one? The, the last one is, Tony, you're going to love the fucking last part. But he clearly is, is doing roids this entire time. Okay, so like that's that's an obvious thing. I don't know if you've ever I mean, watched Rocker yeah, Pitch. Yeah. He used to sprint out of the bullpen full speed, and he was like 6'4", 260 of just solid brick shithouse muscle. Just fucking cock diesel, loading out 98, just lefty, right? Great ass. Great ass, Will. Um, <laughs> But so, yeah, he, okay, here you go. In 2002, while with the Rangers, Rocker again made national headlines for his views after directing slurs towards patrons of a Dallas restaurant in which he was dining, located in a heavily LGBTQ populated neighborhood of Oak Lawn. Oh um, my God. Uh, cited, as, cited as screaming faggot from the opposite sidewalk. It, it, there's more of it, dude. It's unbelievable. This guy was a fucking unbelievable piece of shit. Like, um, um, yeah, the last one though is the best. Here you go. And to, I'll end up with this March, 2007 rocker was implicated in the steroid ring, including applied pharmacy of mobile Alabama in December, 2011. He admitted to using steroids saying, yeah, of course I was juicing. I mean, who wasn't let's be honest here. Who wasn't unquote. I mean, he's right. I guess. Um, I'm going to say I'm really, really quick. My dick of the week. And I'm going to get on the soapbox here for just one minute. I promise. Um, Al Davis is my dick of the week. Uh, I'm sorry, Mark Davis. Mark Davis is my dick of the week. The fact that you are going to make Derek Carr the fucking scapegoat for this donkey fuck of a season when it is clearly Josh McDaniels who couldn't draw a fucking playbook if Andy Reid started it and all he had to do was write his fucking name. 
he couldn't and, lead men. And, and, and you're going to make Derek Carr, who is actually doing halfway decent this year, doesn't have more than one. He's already thrown over 13 touchdowns. Derek Carr has been a playoff caliber quarterback every year. Your front office has fucked dog. And you have fucked dog in not bringing in a coaching staff that can actually get your quarterback over the hump. And so now it is clear with the fact that Davis is backing Josh McDaniels that Derek Carr will be out of Las Vegas after this season. And it's fucking bullshit. Amen. Amen to that. Where's Gene at when you need him? <laughs> and I'm saying this is a fucking Chiefs fan. Fuck you. Yeah, you well, yeah, that's biased. Yeah, <laughs> you're like defending Derek Carr. I yeah, defend defend shit. Anybody else got to dig a week? Because he's not a threat. Um, you I know what? I I got one. It's it's a weird one though. Should um, definitely be John Rocker. My uh, dig of the week this week is uh, James Click. He was not brought back uh, by the Astros as GM. And it's not really that he's the dick, but um, I'm not really sure who's the dick in this situation. And the reason they it, it's this whole situation seems kind of dickish. I really think that he didn't get along with Dusty, and Dusty is really good friends with Jim Crane, and Jim Crane sided with I, Dusty. He has to go. I, I think if that was the case, I think if that was the case, he would have. Uh, he wouldn't have gotten an offer. It would have just been like, you know what? We decided we achieved what we wanted to. We're moving on. See you, um, Yeah. See you. Deuces. And, and, and there was offers made. They were going back and forth on it. There was offers I, made. Yes, there was offers made, and he rejected him. I think he saw that he was getting a World Series wing and saw the opportunity to make a fuck ton more money with a bigger franchise. Yeah. Because you can't tell me that if mm-hmm. Boston moves on from High Bloom and he's on the market – that he's not going to get a look. How good of a job, okay. though, has he done with personnel? But, but I'm not saying he's like... going to get it, and I'm, I'm not saying he's the king, but that World Series really adds a zero onto his paycheck. Honestly, sorry, Click hasn't lose. done much of anything. Click I was going to say it does. Click rode Ludlow's setup because they haven't had a draft pick in two years. He uh, rode their fucking farm system. He rode yep. the farm system, too. And you can see that because our farm system sucks. Like it, right? They crash. Sucked all the juice out it, of it. They pick it dry every yeah. year. Um, but that's yeah. Pena, obviously, Pena Correa was from it. Uh, Gurriel's oh, from it. Springer was uh, from it. Springer was from it. From it. Um, Alvarez and, um, is from it. Alvarez was from. Well, Alvarez isn't from ours. He's from. Oh the- no, he's not. He who was Alvarez with before Dodgers? Dodgers. Dod- okay, it was. Yeah, yeah he was like, from the Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. They're, um but yeah they have a great farm system too. They're their Venezuelan uh farm system but, on top uh, of that. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, Will, I know you gotta get out of here, but real quick, seven. He's got a date. Anything to mm-hmm. this rumor. He's got a date with his bed. He's got mm-hmm. early job now. So um okay, do you think rumor. there's anything to the rumor that they bring back Ludlow in Houston? No. Not Adam. No, no, I think they should just make Dusty GM GM manager. No, she should just be the GM and the manager. <laughs> I guess I, 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 I think Houston sports fans. I think Houston sports fans would ha- have. PTSD I'm only kidding. Kind of I'm only kidding. Yeah. Yeah. They that. would start crying. <laughs> yeah, they would that was kind of part crying. of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of the joke. All right, let's wrap it up. 
So the very will play five knuckle shuffle watching old TNA matches. Plus Dusty would just die. Yes. Yeah, Will's Will's going to knuckle one out. He's like, oh, Trish Stratus, I forgot about that. <laughs> he likes her for two big old reasons. rotated back to Trish Stratus for a while. <laughs> two big old reasons, her athleticisms and her integrities. Will, are your VHSs you them, stuck okay. together? Are your VHSs stuck together after you put them on the show? <laughs> <laughs> he washes his hands first. He's not an animal. <laughs> never touch Will's video uh, VHS rewinder. Uh, it is, no, it is no, disgusting. It is just, it is, uh, it is appreciate you, Doc Lizard. Thank you for coming okay, through. We appreciate you, man. And if there's nothing else, well, thank everybody for being here. Seven, Josie, Dan, and myself. Will, you we should transfer those over to DVD, bro. Transfer those VHSs to DVD, man. Get them. All. It's the modern the era. Just get them. I'm gonna add them on. Yeah, I'm gonna add them on my server. I'm gonna add them on to my server. Got a hard okay. drive for you? I can send you. <laughs> <laughs> you oh my goodness! Enough, you can probably find them on porn. It's shaped like a dick. I probably could. The hard drive is shaped like a dick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna do it for everybody here. Two terabyte board. That's going to do everybody here at the Sports Report. We'll see you guys again next week, 10 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you then. Joji, if you could take us out. Should I get a meeting? Trying to go to this meeting, guys. <laughs> got this meeting. When you got this low, meeting to go to. Go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Every single day, I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. Put a system, I don't wanna be a slave. I've been doing shit.